Sports with Katie Nolan is fueled by Gatorade. Whatever path you take to greatness, Gatorade is there to fuel it. Greatness starts with a G. Okay, baby. That's funny if you're old, but I guess I guess none of you are. Hello. I have to put this burden on myself. It's every week. It's like, what's a new and interesting, cute thing to call them? And I'm I'm out. I'm out of. Hello, cuties. Whatever. I, Travis, don't <laughs> hit your head with your hand. That was fine. Anywhere else, that would just be fine. Hello, cuties. Welcome to sports. Huh? It's a podcast that ends with a question mark. <laughs> but it starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. He's Travis. Hello. Christina's back. I'm back. She's back. And uh, this is today's question chosen by Travis. We're trying this again. Hi, Katie and the union and Nate. Is Nate part of the union? I hope Nate's part of the union. Um, this is Warren from Chicago. Uh, before my question, I have a quick story. I am doing my yearly binge of sports, uh, which I highly suggest, by the way. And I was out for a bike ride when I got to the episode where Katie does an ad read as a soul cycle instructor, and it was the <laughs> most motivating part of my ride. But anyway, my question is, I was also out for a walk this morning and saw a cardinal and got really, really angry because I'm a Cubs fan. And... So now I don't like the actual bird, the cardinal, which I know is weird. So the question is, <laughs> what weird, irrational thing has sports made you hate? Um, love you, mean it. Bye. Man. Warren, uh, I have so many. It's so funny to think of a human being angry at a bird. First of all, that's the number one standout to me. It's just a man being like, <laughs> like, how do you express anger towards a bird? Um, I wish I was there to see it. Warren, he like really removed feel. his bird feeder. Uh, second thing is, um, <laughs> I I thought that Soul Cycle ad was a long time ago. Is he saying that every year he goes back to the beginning and starts again? That can't be what he's saying. I think he probably right? just maybe a picks lot. a few and binges them again. Maybe, and that's a lot of hours because that Soul Cycle read was a long time ago. Uh, I remember being in a studio for it with Ashley, so it wasn't recent. And now I'm, I think I'm impressed. But we need to answer his question. What's something that sports has made you irrationally hate? And since I didn't pick it, I need a second to think about it. That's how this goes. So do you, it, Travis, it has to be everything for you. It has to be uh, literally I mean, all things. An entire state I could do without because of my hatred <laughs> for, for one university. Uh-huh. Um, so then I hate their, I hate maize and blue colors if they're ever like paired together. Maze. But you respect uh, it by calling it maize instead of just like beige. Because I think it's stupid that it's maize and blue. Okay. Maize. Mm-hmm. Um, my, did you say maize? It's off of, what's the Adam Sandler movie where they, they keep saying that word? Um, <laughs> he the, just rolls past the grown ups. Yes, yes, he did. They okay, keep saying, so did you just quoted the movie Grown Ups? Yeah. Oy vey. Off to a hot um, start here. So I hate any like block M's too. Anything that's associated with that program at university, I just. I mean, this is where you are a great sports fan. And this is actually the area in which I'm lacking. Even yesterday, rooting for Italy, an Italian-American woman, as soon as Italy won, I was like, man, I feel bad for those guys on England. Because I was like, that's, (laughs) I mean, that's not easy. That's a tough way to, man, their fans are going to be so mad at them. Like, I immediately felt bad. It's hard for me to be like, I hate. Also, the teams that I hate, the Canadians, I can't hate all Canadians that wouldn't be fair most of the most of the Bruins are Canadian so it's like what are you gonna do 
Speaking of Canadians, I don't like Sidney Crosby from because he beat he beat us in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's fine. I I guess that's a that's all right. Christina, hmm. do you have anything you irrationally hate because of sports? I'm trying to think. Um. Hmm. Well, I guess I can say just based off of bad experiences, I can do without the city of Cincinnati. I'm very Damn, sorry. She, just wiped it. she made it sound Cincinnati. like she wasn't going to be able to find anything. And then uh, she took a whole city off the map. Yep. I'm just going to delete that whole city based on the fact that I'm a diehard Steelers fan and watched a Steelers game playing the Bengals in Cincinnati. And it was mm-hmm. arguably the worst fan experience I have ever had. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I can do without the whole city. So let's just population three hundred and one thousand three hundred ninety four. Goodbye. Bye. She just just b- deleted you. She just you backspaced nice to me, you. I'm not going to be nice to you. If you Google Cincinnati population, the people also ask section on Google says, "Is Cincinnati a dying city?" Answers yes. Christina just <laughs> apparently you. it is. Christina just murdered you in a in a timid way of like, oh boy, let me see. I don't know. I don't think I could hate anybody. Cincinnati can go. All of it, everything yep. about it. Control, alt, delete, bye. Yeah, I don't think I uh, hate enough. <laughs> I'm just so full of love, you know? And uh, it, hate is a, is a, an emotion of passion, and I'm kind of lacking in passion at the moment, so I can understand it. I think, I, I think I'd use the word annoyed. I get annoyed by things. But, I mean, I got annoyed by the Vuvuzela, and I think that was people like in our Thank own. you. Yeah, it's an annoying horn, but you just kind of have to get used to it i get annoyed sometimes by the wave and then i remember that like it's not a personality trait to get annoyed by things travis this would be a lesson that you could learn maybe yeah but you don't have to stand up and participate in the wave sure you'd also oh, don't have i can to say another vuvuzela oh christina what got other more hate. who else we killing yeah no i'm thinking so uh when i was living in la there's v- first of all if anybody has ever lived there you know very well it's not a sports city so there are very few sports bars that actually play the games you want to see So college football season, nobody's playing Kentucky. I understand that. So we go to a sports bar. There's every other big college game on. And Penn State, for whatever reason, has a massive showing in the L.A. area that I was in. And the entire time, I just kept hearing, we are... Oh, and then, gosh. oh my God, I can do without that. Oh, that's the like the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl that the Patriots lost to the Eagles. Granted, I was with an Eagles fan, but that Eagles chant where they just spell the f- six-letter name of their team <laughs> it is so annoying. And, but I get it. It's like anything in sports. If it's for your team, you don't care. Oh, but if it's for it's your team, teams, you're loving it. I'll give you something that sports has made me hate. People who uh, police their fan bases in a way that's like, like gatekeepers of like, oh, you're a fan? Name the this and that from that year. It's like, mm. I don't, you guys are exhausting. Who's, what are you doing? Where yeah. are you when a fan throws something on the court? Are you there to to handle that? No, you're just here to keep people from enjoying the thing they like? Sick. That's a cool life. <laughs> it sounds like you're full, just brimming with happiness. You just have all the happiness in the world to share. So it's a bad answer to your question, Warren, but it is my answer, and I can only be me, as we found <laughs> recently, unfortunately. I can't be anyone else. Travis, do you have any more hate you want to spew forward before we move on? Because we got a spicy and a, a hopefully very interesting, um, what's it called? Friendly banter to get to. 
Well, Christina mentioned Penn State, and they have a song that goes with when they do their stupid We Are chants. So whenever I hear that song, I just immediately okay. just want it turned off. So you guys off. just hate anything that gets brought up. You can find something that you hate about it. You can't, like, find a thing in your head that you hate because the hate section's so big that you're like, name something. <laughs> I probably can find something I dislike about it. Well, I have departments of hate, I think. Okay. What oh, are your that makes so much sense. I mean, I just, there's always just... Fragrances, uh, Well, shoes. if we can go outside the question... People that have the right of way and stop in traffic to let a car out or something and like they stop the flow of traffic mm. or like a four way stop. It's clearly yours, but like they're one of the other car to go and now it's messing it up. I hate yeah, And you should people. never drive in Hoboken. Hoboken is there's no rhyme or reason. Every intersection, sometimes it's a four way. Sometimes it's one guy's got the stop sign. It's very, uh, very confusing. So you that's your stay, way of just trying to get me to not visit Stay you. away from me, Travis. Stay yeah, that's away the, from me, please. That, that's exactly what Katie's please doing. Please don't ever come she here. Can. Uh, I don't know why you would have anyway. Warren, thank you for your question. It was wonderful whether or not we answered it. If you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I too have a question and I'd like to ask it and have it potentially maybe be answered, the number is 860-506-5571. And I think a lot of you, and I'm not throwing stones because my house is made of glass, but I think a lot of you like to call drunk. Is what we've learned today. We're, there was we're getting, one. We got a voicemail at like 1.30 a.m. from somebody was, who said our names very slowly. As in, you know, he was, it, it sounded like me when I was trying to convince my parents I wasn't drunk in high school. When I was like, hello, mother and father. Uh, and then he didn't ask a question. He said, what's your favorite, favorite Never mind. And he hung up. Um, he did so call he, back. He did? Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't get treated to hearing that one. But you know what? We'll take it because we got a nice laugh today. So thank you to that person. Um, hi. What's hi. going on? How are we doing? Doing Pretty awesome. Good. Okay, good. I thought I had a lot to share, but uh, I was like, oh, I did something. And it was with someone the people who listen to this podcast are familiar with. It'll be the biggest headline and friendly banter. And then I looked <laughs> and I saw Christina, I'm back from vacay, which is like, all right, I don't think that needs three exclamation points, but I respect the person that you are. And then it says, while on vacay, I met a few people who work on yachts that are besties with several below deck cast members. It says cat. I assume you mean Kate. No, Kat from Beck. season one. There was Kat oh, and Kate. Cat. I was really hoping it was a typo. Me too. I really I know, Suddenly I don't care to hear about this. Yeah, anymore. I might just tell my story about it. Ashley now. Cat and Chef no. Ben. I still do like Chef Ben. Uh, so um, you go first. I gave it away. And so Welcome now you to Christina's it. Corner. Doodly do. Yeah, Christina. What's doodly do? What? Where'd you go? Hi, it's me Hi. for all of you who didn't miss me. I'm back. Um, I went on vacation last week with my family. We went. There was to... only the one guy who didn't yeah. miss you, and we handled him. So don't worry about it. Um, I went to Newport, Rhode Island with my family and my. Boyfriend. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, it was really nice. We um, we were there for a few days, and so I didn't know that you could do this, but my mom really wanted to book um, a boat tour of the harbor. Mm. So they take you on this like mini yacht around the harbor and they talk to you about you know all the mansions and all the fun stuff were you a primary christina no because i would technically consider my mom the primary but i acted like so it makes that photo what we thought about the photo accurate then oh it was so fun i haven't posted it yet but don't worry for all of you that are listening that i know you didn't post that really wanting to see it i will post it you looked so happy Um, oh thank you i was very happy but She's also uh, got nice hoops on today. I should tell our audio medium listeners. She's got these nice gold hoops. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, 
Yeah, so we're sitting on the boat, and my sister watches Below Deck also. She was one of the other among you two who were telling me, watch it, watch it. You're really going to like it. Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. So, hi, Rebecca. Hi, Beck. Um, hi, Beck. We were sitting on the boat, and I said, uh, Beck, take a picture of me because I feel like I'm on Below Deck. This is so fun. <laughs> and so once I said that, our captain turned around and said, oh, And he was Captain deck. Lee. <laughs> and oh, I was like, I, I would have died. I would have lost my mind. Oh, I would have I would have risked but it all. He turns around and goes, below deck. And I said, yeah. And he said, what season? The like regular below deck or below deck med? And I said, no, Just regular completely ignoring deck. sailing yacht, but all right. And it, it didn't even mention it. So I said, regular below deck. I'm about to start below deck med when I get back from vacation. And mm. he said, oh, I should let you know. I have several friends that are below deck cast members. I should and let you I, know. And like, I, I said, should drop oh. these names. I should drop. <laughs> I should probably disclose that I'm friendly with four of them. And I said, wait a minute. Who are we talking about here? Yeah, because if important. it's Kate, I will lose my mind. If yeah, it's dude. Captain Lee, I'm jumping off the boat. I'm That's so right. excited. That makes uh, sense. He said Kat. So she was season one and season two, I think. Which one was she? Blonde. She's the one who had um, that, oh, like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The weird controversy relationship with, the ben, with, with ben, ben, right? Yeah. Yes. And then uh, and then Chef Ben. Mm. Those are, like, his two besties. And then I mean, he said you can't have two besties, by definition. I mean... Your best. Who's to say? It's one. Who's to but, say? All right. I can, I think that he can have several besties. Word definitions. And if, and if they're no below deck cast members, yeah, he can have all fine. the besties. Sure. I mean, I'd um, say Kate's my bestie because I DM'd her a couple times. Absolutely. She DM'd me once. He said that so. um, what they all do is they all go to the same like yachting school. Like they're where, wherever that is. What they school all go... do they, did they say? It's the Dan Patrick School of Sports Broadcasting, believe yeah. it or not. I mean, we never <laughs> mentioned it, but it is a part. It's something that they teach there. It, it's it's like, a program, I guess. They don't lead with it. It hits they the all go the through the same program together, and then mm. um, in the off season of yachting, they kind of disperse to like their own areas of the country and work like on Florida and, and such. Yeah, yeah, Florida, New England, where they're working on like what this guy does. He works on like local, like local yachts and stuff. Um, but he said that one of his best friends is actually currently filming for the upcoming season of Below Deck. Oh, damn! So it's like a and preview. I was like, oh, what's their name? His name is Wes. Oh, of course it is. So next season, I'm on the lookout. Look out for Wes. What if he sucks? This is not an endorsement of Wes. It's just I know. Saying I really hope he we, doesn't because I'll if be really Wes disappointed. Is, yeah, if Wes is awesome, we have ownership. But if he yeah. stinks, then whatever. It's like peeing on him. It's like, you know, if he yeah, stinks, exactly. well, we peed on him. So it doesn't matter. But if he's great, we peed on him. So, it, you know, it's like <laughs> it's a dog metaphor. But I realized I didn't introduce the dog. It's like a part, band so before it, it got popular. Like a, You're like, we were we were yeah. fans of them before they were big. But, but I'm saying we can't say fans of because then what if he stinks? So it's like you've got to just pee instead. Exactly. Peeing is not an endorsement. It's just a claim. <laughs> you know? I'm not actually peeing on anybody. I just want, yeah. want everyone to know that. Well, allegedly. Well, I mean, who knows? Vacay but is over. It was so fun. The whole the whole thing was so fun. And I had so many questions. My uh, my dad kept yelling at me. He's like, stop asking questions about Below Deck. We're All here, right, Dad. We're here to listen about Newport. And I was like, Dad? Newport is much less interesting than Below Deck, Dad. How dare you? Exactly. Turn on a TV said, once in your life. He is giving me the behind the scenes of yeah. Chef Ben. Please stop talking. People would pay a patreon for this content excuse exactly. you dad did you ask him why excuse he hasn't been on below deck 
Oh, that's probably a sore spot. So I didn't because I didn't want to be rude. Yeah, I didn't like, know why if there aren't was you any... cool enough to be on the yeah, show? Yeah, like, hey, mm. if all of your, your quote-unquote besties are on and you're not, yeah, you know, I didn't want to rough. make you feel bad. Yeah, that's I get that. But great vacation. That was a highlight for sure. Oh, good. I'm so glad. It also makes sense why they act like high schoolers, knowing that they all go to high school, that they all go to a school together. Yeah, he made it sound like they all go through the same, like, program together. And well, isn't then... that how somebody and somebody met before the show and then acted like they... Travis, what's wrong? You keep taking your headphones out. No, I just bounced around. He's it just wasn't so uninterested right. in what no, I is, to No, uh, it was Adam, Malia... And there was a third person. Yeah, the, Adam had, and like, Malia had, were the Adam ones and Malia that had met. met at the, that, yeah, at they the hooked training. up, and so he, Adam, assumed that like yeah, they so were I together. And Malia was yeah, like, but "It's also why like you he hear like when they wild. all get casted, and it's like, oh, I worked with so and so on this other yacht because they all like promote each other to work on all of these like super yachts together." Mm. Wait, Interesting. there was a West that was on yeah, a I previous season of Below Deck. I wonder if it's the same one. What season? maybe? What? What was what was his whole thing? It, he was the one that ended up like with. Oh, they call, they kept Malia. calling him like Weiss. Remember that first girl they kept calling him like she didn't know how to say his name. I remember Wes. That's but he the was one part of the love with, triangle. Yeah. I wonder if. I wonder if it's is, him. Ooh. Ooh. A recurring character. It was only P. It's okay. Wait, okay. You didn't say you loved him. Yeah. Thank you for stopping You're, me yeah, and saying I, I was you. a fan. Don't worry. It's okay. <laughs> Christina killed 301,394 people already. You're not going to get yeah, canceled. Yeah, it's fine. Podcast. We're off it's to a hot start. It's fine. It's on her. Um, that's good. You know what that made me think of? This is random, but that's how my brain works. Doodly do. When you said uh, that your mom would have been the primary when you relegated it to your mom. Can I tell you something that happened uh, recently that made me so uncomfortable and I don't know how to handle it? It's clearly kindness, but it's a, yes. a kindness that went above and beyond to the point where I was like, I don't. I don't know what to do with this. When Dan and I uh, stopped in Boston to go down to, you know, we had to drop Myrtle off and then we flew to San Francisco and then we came back. Both times, my mom let us, like, gave us the her room. Oh, like, so, like, in her, the house. like, your parents' in room to sleep in. Yeah. Instead of, like, a pull-out couch or, like, uh, that we have another bed. Like, she was like, no, 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 you guys need the space and the, just, you can have the, and I was like, you She's never done anything like that before. And I was like, you didn't have to. I've never slept in that bed, like, ever. I've lived was it in weird this house. for you to sleep yes. in your parents' yes. room? Yes. Yes. Uh, my dad, is a, my dad has sleep apnea, so he's got, like, a mask. He's a very annoying, oh, so loud sleeper, and he pushes and kicks. So I think um, that they often – she probably wouldn't want me to say this because they're old school, but, like, they probably sleep in separate rooms a lot. Uh, there's a bed in another part of the house. So that probably happens. It's that not like my parents, my parents, parents bed. Sleep bed. Yeah. yeah, I don't really look at it as my parents' bed anymore. Um, but it's just, it was so strange. Where I was but just like, like, you grew up knowing that's your parents' room. Yeah, and, and now it was you're so nice. And I was like, you didn't have to <laughs> evict yourself so that we could stay. But I think it's just because I think my mom really likes Dan. <laughs> She's like, and oh, just probably. don't. Katie's probably going to find a way to screw this up. So we'll give you the master and you can have anything you want. <laughs> Uh, but it was so, I was like, th- thanks? How would you feel if your parents were like, you can stay in our room? It's like, what? I think as a I kid, I would have like, been like, hell yeah! But as an adult, I'm yeah, like, you don't have to do that. I think it's different. I would feel less awkward if, let's say, like, it's happened before where, like, my parents or my boyfriend's parents have gone out of town and we have to stay over at their house to watch the dogs. It'd be different if they said, hey, stay in our room. We've yeah, you know, yeah. changed the sheets. You get. can stay in the master. That's totally yeah. fine. 
I would feel so awkward if my parents yes. were in the house Thank with me you. and said, stay in our room. We'll go sleep in your room. It's like when somebody, uh, the, th- the, the feeling I can liken it to, the closest thing, is when somebody insists on paying for something and almost it, you feel crazy being like, no, 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 it's okay, let me pay. And they're like, no, I got it. And you're like, okay, but I, all right. It's well, so what, nice, but it's like, well, let, I want. I well, then what you do is say like, do this next time it's on me, or next if you're going out, if you're going to go to another place, like next round is on yeah, me, but or something. How like would that. you say next yeah. rounds on me to your parents? Who are yeah, that you can't the do. Bedroom, to, no, like, that one you no, can't. Like, when my mom came and stayed with me for a week, this is probably two or three years ago now. The last time my apartment was real clean, she, I let her stay in my room and I slept on the couch. But that was just because I'm not going to tell my mom to sleep on the couch. We don't yeah, have any course. other beds. I was like, yeah, I'll sleep on the couch. You sleep in my bed. Maybe that, I don't know. But I was just like, man, I didn't expect this. And I don't know that this is, I was like, this is the kindest. So anyway, all I'm saying is my mom's real nice. Um, What else? Oh, I went to brunch with Ashley. Oh, yeah. So wait, I saw this. I saw this via Twitter. I forgot to take Tell a us pic- about it. I forgot to take a picture. I'm dumb. The whole time I was like, oh, I'll take it from this angle. The fans will be so happy to see her. And then I just forgot because I got but lost But that shows that eyes. you guys were having a great time because you forgot to take a picture. Yeah. We went to some place and got in Montclair and we and I was like, oh, you know, it's not in Hoboken. It's not in the city. So there won't be a line. But that's just my coastal bias because there was a line and we waited to go to brunch. <laughs> and, but it was really delicious. That's why there was and a line. What? Why? Because it was delicious. The brunch time. Oh, There's always yeah. crowds with brunch. I, I just feel like no one's figured out how to like. Because every place, like, we don't do reservations. We do call ahead. We're busy. And oh, it's like, but you're, but you're, but I'm standing, you're telling me I got to stand outside and wait an hour and a half for breakfast. I'm hungry. I need to eat. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. There used to be this uh, app. I don't know if it still works or if it ever caught on called No Wait, where you could uh, stand in line digitally and then it would let you know, like, hey, you'll be up in 15 minutes. And then you just walk oh. down to the restaurant. I loved that. Can, you ex- nice. can one of you explain to me why, because I don't understand why restaurants don't take reservations. I think it's, it's the because, same thing as if people show up and you seat them, right? I think it's because people are late to their reservations. People change their reservations. And so many people want brunch. And brunches are often a, a big reservation. Usually it's like we got a nine top mm. that wants a brunch. And I just feel like their business doesn't take a hit if they just make it. If people are willing to wait then they can just go out and grab whatever seats are available as soon as they're available. But if you take reservations, then you're sort of like banking on everybody to show up. Do you remember restaurants used to give out like the little pagers? Yes. Do they they not do that? that, They did that in Montclair. I I don't think, no, the last time I went to a restaurant, they they gave you like a little pager. texted. Well, now they don't even give out menus. We were sitting there. I mean, it's just like oh, the, the little QR when you're code. used yeah. to the Ugh. the rhythms. You you overlook the rhythms you got used to of dining out. That we were just sitting there at the table, and we were like, and then Ashley went, oh, and she grabbed the QR code, and I was like, oh, that's right. That's how we do it now. How do old people order at restaurants? I think you can re- you can request it if oh, yeah. Okay. So speaking of that, we went with my grandparents to Newport and. That same, all the restaurants have the QR codes now, so nobody hands out like real menus. So we're sitting at the first restaurant, and my, which, I, by the way, is fine because real menus are disgusting. If your yeah, side work no, was fine. ever to wipe down the menus, you know it was dis- they're disgusting. Yeah, no, I, I I can definitely do without it, but my grandparents who yeah. don't have iPhones and don't understand how to pull up a menu via a cell phone are like, what? So my grandfather sits down and goes, when when do we get the menus? And I said, oh, no, we're I'm all looking grandfather. at them. 
right now. I'm your grandfather. That's what happened And he said, how? And I said, oh, on our phones. And he goes, ugh. Do I have to do that? Yeah, <laughs> man. Said, you know what this no, makes me think of? You when do we not. Were in, this was kind of crazy. When we were in San Francisco, Dan's grandmother, I want to say she's 94, but then I feel like I might be adding or subtracting a year. Right, but she's in 93 true, plus or minus two. Yeah, in true yeah. sports form, she's somewhere between 90 and 100. And she went to get her newspaper in the morning. I think there's like multiple newspapers that she gets. And they, she was like, they haven't delivered it to me again. So I have to call them again and tell them that they missed me again. And uh, at first, you're like, who cares? But then you, like, think about it. And uh, it's like, the, that's her access to the information. I know that's hard for, like, younger... information anywhere else. I know that's hard for younger generations to understand. It's like, okay, then just don't... Just read it online or something. But it's like, not only is it something she paid for that she's not getting, which is a problem, it's her access to the information. So Dan and I were like, we'll grab her one. We'll do a sweet thing while we're out running uh, errands. We'll just grab a copy. We went to a CVS. We went to the grocery store. We went to shopping centers that had the little newspaper looking things sitting outside. Could not find a copy of the newspaper. I honestly don't think I've seen the newspaper being sold anywhere. Isn't that wild? Recently. So, I like, wouldn't even know where forget, you go to get one. If they forget, that's where we, I was like, wait, where do we even look? Sometimes they, if, Hallmarks if they forget have them. Hallmarks? Yeah. What? Go why would I, why Wh- would there be a, there a Hallmark, Hallmark in, store? In, shout out to, it's Lake, it's, uh, it's not Lake County. What's it called? Oh my God, he'll kill me. If I do, just pretend it's Clear Lake. It's my Clear Lake California sweatshirt that I got at the grocery store. They don't have Hallmarks is what I'm saying. Lakeport, that's what it's called. Lakeport. They don't have Hallmarks. You can so stop showing us like the this, name of it. No, I love it. This is the best sweatshirt I've ever owned. It's like tie-dye, but only kind of. Is this um, one you got at Walmart? Yeah. No, I got it at the grocery store. She got it at Hallmark. At Walmart, I got the um, Caffeine Queen pajamas. I could show you those next time. I can wear those next week. Uh, but it was just wild. I'm like, man, if you don't get your newspaper delivered, you're just like, so what do you think happened? Think about it. It'd be the equivalent of if you didn't have your internet wasn't working for two days, you'd want them to credit you the, those two days of internet. Yeah, they won't. They're actually going to start making it worse, I bet. But like, that's, like, like, that's how expensive. she wants like her paper and calling about it. Like We would call yeah. if the internet was down. Yeah. yeah. Like, so like, I, I was just telling my boyfriend this morning that I was really proud of myself. For all last week, I decided not to check social media. This nearly. mental health update now. This is a perfect oh, yes. segue into the mental health update. Perfect. Um, Still Christina's yeah, corner. Well, so I decided that social media as of late has not been serving me positively. Every time I go on like Twitter, Instagram, I just end up feeling sad. I'm either comparing myself to girls I don't look like Mm. or Twitter is just a dumpster fire of people yelling at each other. So all last week, not only did I not have great service on vacation, but I decided to like not even take my phone out unless I wanted to take a picture with my family or with wow. like of something that we were doing. I said, you know, I'm not going to, you know, check in on social media. If I have, you know, a couple minutes, I'll post something on my Instagram story, but I wasn't checking Twitter. At the end of the week, I literally I just looked at my boyfriend and said, "What happened last week?" <laughs> Cuz I Twitter is where I get my news, and I did not check Twitter at all. Yeah, so, and the news it it like moves so fast now that if you miss a story you are never gonna no one ever goes back you just miss yeah it. Uh, so i was like i kind of need like uh like the newspaper version of twitter just give me a little summary of everything that's what that this happened podcast every day. is well, yeah, yeah it's supposed to be 
But like, well, it was so crazy to where like, I got a, a notification this morning that said my screen time was down 56%. Man, last I should have checked mine after. I just, I'm on my phone so often checking Twitter, checking Instagram, and I didn't do it at all last week. It's crazy. Can I help you out though? So I've been in that position where you're not on your phone. You need to be careful because then next week it's going to be like, you're up like 110%. Oh, it's going to oh, be yeah. overload. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. I don't pay attention to it. You guys listen to your screen time. It's not the boss of me. I just get notifications of it. Like, I don't actually go to check it. It just, like, sends me a, hey, like, yeah, I turn you're that off. obsessed you can turn with that Twitter off. today. That sounds naggy. You can turn mm-hmm. that off, just so you know. I'm a- I do everything on my phone. So I've stopped demonizing my being on my phone time and started just making sure I don't spend too much time on one app. Yeah. But uh, I didn't know that if you go to your... Um, screen time section on your whatever general why do I not know what I'm saying in your settings at the bottom it tells you your daily average notifications oh I'm curious to know what your top app is and what the number of notifications are your daily average where do you go it's at the very bottom if you go into um settings and then you go to screen time and then you click see all activity at the top and you scroll down to the bottom of the week text messages 108 (laughs) 108 christina my work email 150 oh mine's twitter that's gross mine says twitter 136 i got 25 on twitter and i got 57 messages it's not a lot i'll text you a little more Hmm, but i mean 57 messages a day does seem like a lot to me but you have a hundred something no i don't think it's a day though it's for daily average there's no way that I have 108. My daily average is 130 notifications. Oh, I do have a couple group texts that lately I've been. I turn the notifications off on those, and then I just usually forget to pop back. Whoa, okay. I was just looking at daily, but now weekly, it just changed drastically. And my notifications are, number one, text messages, 463. Damn. How are you texting? Work email at oh yeah I was looking at weekly I thought I was looking at daily that's my mistake you're you're now looking at daily or weekly that was my week my week for text messages is four sixty three and then work emails four hundred and forty six damn that's a lot that kind of sucks it kind of <laughs> does like that's kind of sad that's why I needed that mental health I average one week. email notification a day ah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have your notifications for all of your emails? I only have mine. Mine only notify me when it's somebody on my, like, important list. Oh, wait. I was on the week. So those numbers are all a lie. 66 yeah. for the day for text. Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. I get 19. Man, you guys are popular. That's pretty cool. Not really. Right, well, that was a random segment about nothing. Um, Ashley and I went to brunch, I think, was the point. It was delicious. They had they had jam. I got a biscuit with jam, and the jam was so good. And Ashley asked the guy if he if they sell it, and he was like, no. And then at the end, he brought over a bag that had a bunch of little to-go cups of the jam. Oh. It was awesome. I didn't get his name, but shout out to him. I saw uh, Austin locked Ashley out. Yeah, I didn't follow up on that, but uh, I believe it. Kid's smart. I used to worry when she'd be like, hey, I'm going to run to the store. Can you just watch Austin? I'm like, I don't know how to do that. She's like, he's a kid. He'll be fine. <laughs> he used to like try to climb out of his crib. And I was like, I'm going to, I don't know what to do. You're like, uh, Austin's watching me. I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm like, he looks like he, he can get out. And if he gets out, I'm going to ask him if he can cook me dinner because I'm very hungry. So uh, 
Just letting you know. But yeah, smart kid. It's the danger of having a smart kid. Which none of us do. So celebrate that. Travis, how, you haven't friendly bantered at all. How's Yeah, I was going to say, what week? did you guys do without me? A great I podcast. I heard it was a lot of fun. I saw the... I, honestly, I was going to say, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Very sorry. It, honestly, please um, don't apologize. Once you are a person who makes a podcast, you are part of the collective unspoken rule, which is like... We don't listen to each other's podcasts. <laughs> There's too many podcasts. There's so many. You can listen every um, now and then, but you have no obligation to listen to this podcast. You don't have to listen to your job when you're not at your job. But I did see the Reddit that said that everybody loved your guys' banter last week. And yeah, so I don't even know what they were talking about, Travis. Do you? That's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was nice. It felt good, but I was like, I didn't, uh, I finished that pod and I was like, damn, that I stink. I didn't think I did well either. <laughs> Yeah, so apparently oh. if we just phone it in, Travis, uh, people like the way we Perfect, I will start phoning friends. it in from here on out. No, I don't think... Well, let's not do that. It just sounds so dangerous when he says it. It's like, when I say it, it's clearly a joke, and then he says it, and I'm like, well, well let's dial that back a little bit. I'm not While doing we a have the doc phone. next week. Oh. Oh, All right. that's dangerous. We're just going to figure okay. it out but as we go. you know what? Honestly, fine. Today I texted Travis, I'm like, you want to pick the voicemails? I liked that last week. And I think what I meant was that it's hard for me to pick because I think they're all good. Oh, it's easy for me. First two good ones get through. Wow. Would you look at that? The amount of effort. But there's some, I, I, I listen to a few and they don't make the cut. So I get wow. the, then there's some that, that like guys. I download, but I'm like, not this week, but if they're in the running. Oh, okay. I've done that, but then, you, but then you forget them. Then you forget that you downloaded them. I've done this. They, they didn't get the one on one date. They're part of the group date that's off to the side. And Okay, but what you got to remember to go back and check them. That's the, the yeah, step I always skip. Don't worry. Is the Bachelor or Bachelorette still a thing? Is that still happening? Oh, the Bachelorette, I'm pretty sure, is on. Yep, yeah, tonight. Oh. Monday night. You know how I know? Because I see it during commercial. I see commercials for it during the NBA Finals. Um, no, well, yeah, but during the Jeopardy episodes that I have recorded. But then again, those are old. So it's not Bachelorette. Is it Bachelor? It's Bachelorette. Right it is? Yep. Man, I'm two cycles behind. Katie Thurston. Katie. That's right. Oh. Because the commercials say, uh, they always make me laugh because it's like, some guys are trying way too hard to get Katie's love. And I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I've been <laughs> like, saying who, that. Me? People need to chill. Stop loving me so hard all the time. Um. So that's yes to answer your question. Are you watching? You're not watching. None oh of yeah, you, none I'm of us in. are. You're watching it. Ever since Ashley did her updates, I've been sucked into it. Yeah, see, I'm uh, I'm taking a break from it. I it's, honestly never got into it. I mean, I'm taking a break from everything. If we're honest, breaks are nice. Mental health update. Um, we're four days into uh, antidepressants. They don't work right away. That's just sort of like it takes a while, they say. But what I'll say is what it does feel like is like I was, let's pretend my depression is a song that's always playing in my head. It now sounds like it's muffled. So it's like good. I can still hear it, but it's less clear. I think it is good. I think it will eventually be good. But right now it just feels like, well, if I'm going to have to listen to a song, take the muffle off the speaker. So it was like my microphone before I got the new one? Yeah, it almost just exactly. sounds, yes, exactly, annoying. It just sounds incredibly annoying. Um, <laughs> so I'm not like, it's not, I don't know. 
but I'm not having like adverse reactions. They like monitor you once they first put you on it and I'm not having any of the bad side effects. That's I good. just don't know if I love the way that it feels yet, but I'm hoping that I will eventually. Cost me a whole bunch of money and made me think about people who have health insurance and expect that they're just going to be able to walk in and get seven days of pills for less than $100. Uh, it's shocking to me that our system is so broken, but it, you know what? I have it. I spent it and I'm working on it, but boy, oh boy, what a mess. That's how I felt though. Right, right. When I got put on, um, anti-anxiety medication, or I should say when I put myself on (laughs) anti-anxiety medication, um, I, it felt the same way for like the first like week or two. I, I felt better, but I also felt like really on edge about everything. So yeah. I was like waiting for like the anxiety anxious. to hit and it kind of didn't. You, yeah. you were anxious so about like, whether or not you're going to have anxiety. Exactly. That's I how you like know waiting. you need it. Exactly. I was like waiting for it to hit. And I was like, oh, is it not going to happen? Oh, is this a good thing? I don't know if this is working. And then it Travis you know, just put his hat on backwards because that's the approach he has to mental health. He's like, I'm I'm a badass. No, I can. Ex- I just I was like, I'm cool. I cool no, all of your it's mental. It's gonna sound issues. so conceited, but I didn't like how my hair was sitting, so I put the that's hat on. That's not conceited. That's okay. You know what was conceited was today when you sent me a picture and you said, Katie, are you on Food Network now? And it was a woman that looked absolutely nothing like me, and I was and I was offended. <laughs> That was conceited of me. I thought about texting back, Travis, have you ever seen me in your life? It's just a woman with brown hair. She doesn't. But then Travis's actual response would be, no, I've never actually seen you in real life. So. That's true. Yeah. That is true. You've only ever seen me over Zoom. And I always bring my best. And her name is Katie, too. So. That doesn't matter. That's like saying I look like Katy Perry. I don't. Can you you sing like Katy Perry, though? What? Maybe that's where you guys resemble each other is you sing like her. That's definitely it. You make me feel like I'm living up. Doesn't it feel just like it? <laughs> yep. See? I was right. Dream. Oh, we, when we watched the fireworks, I know this was two weeks ago, Friendly Banter, but when we watched the fireworks, the people next to us in that Airbnb house, those like that frat party that was happening next to us, uh, played firework twice. And yeah. I was like, you guys got to stop. Okay, okay, fine. Twice. You like that song? Let me just say, I hate that song. Listen, when you grow up with the Boston Pops, you watch, you listen to one thing during fireworks, and it's the Boston Pops. It's scored. It's beautiful. And then this was just Katy Perry firework on a loop. Wait, so was it it back to back? Screaming, yes. Drunk people screaming and pointing like it's fireworks while we're listening to firework, and it was just like, oh god, I'm. That goes on my list of it was good ish and then it got wildly overplayed and now i never want to hear it again it's fine i'll hear it but i'm not going to hear it twice yeah, you can't do back to much. back it also just describes uh or encapsulates older people's attitude towards fireworks that when the finale started dan was like awesome i'm gonna start packing up and we like pack so that as soon as they were over <laughs> we could get out and these people were like baby you're firework and i was like jeez louise oh speaking of um songs that people hate um <laughs> Okay. I was thinking of this. Um, we had to drive from Newport to see my boyfriend's family that were in the Catskills, upstate New York. It was Damn. three and a half hours Damn. from Newport to the Catskills. No, thanks. Um, it actually surprisingly flew by faster than you would have anticipated, but my boyfriend hates road trips. Like if it's longer than drive? 45 minutes, uh, he, he insists passenger? on driving. No, yeah. he insists on driving because he doesn't like the way I drive. 
Yeah. So and I insist I drive- on Dan driving because I know that if Dan wasn't driving, he'd be like, oh, I'll make a left. Oh, oh, yep. this guy's being a real jerk to you. I'm like, can you not no, that's exactly project your passive aggressive driving onto me? I'm doing fine. I'm like, I'm OK over here. Yeah. You're the one with the issue. Yeah. Uh, but we started talking about um, road trip songs. And what's the one song that if you're on a road trip that's and I'm talking like a couple hours that like you cannot listen to. You're in a car and you're stuck in a car. What's the one song that comes on that you need to just get rid of it? Oh, there'd be a lot. Uh, I don't know because I put it on like a Pandora, whatever Spotify, whatever you app you use, and so you can kind of have like your music. You get that unlimited data? Is that what's up? (laughs) Dan did the same thing. He was like, "I'm going to put on Yacht Rock Pandora for the ride." I'm like, "You're going to use all that data?" Yeah, I put for my uh, eleven hour drive home. It was on basically one Pandora station the entire trip. Man. Well, we so we listen to we have Spotify Premium, and he threw on like Luke Combs Radio. His Let's favorite artist is Luke Combs. Easily, so he threw on Luke Combs Radio, and Chicken Fried came on. Oof. I, 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 yeah, that. I'd choose that, your next that words song. carefully. I'd absolutely so change that. I, I change despise that. that song. Why? So the second it came on, I went ooh, skip, and then we started talking about. It. He's like, oh my god. That's a classic. And I yeah. Said, we need to reevaluate what classic means. That's fair. Because I see I both sides. Mm-mm. No, he's right, though. Yeah, but no. It's like the song that launched them. I mean, it could be, but I don't have to like it. But why don't you like it? It's my question. I just, I don't. I don't know why. I think you, it's the same thing. like a cold beer on Friday night. I'll speak for Christina so she can just agree. It's annoying. Yeah, I think it's an you. annoying song. I think also uh, people who are annoying tend to act annoyingly during that song. It it falls under that same category of Firework by Katy Perry that it was During okay. Firework specifically. Yeah. Yes. It was okay while, you know, it, it was released, played it a few times. All right. I heard it. It's fine. Now it's wildly overplayed. And when it comes on, everybody loses their mind. And I don't understand why. Hmm. Red Solo Cup, that's another one. If I'm just getting Yeah, I was going to say those two songs are very similar my in my brain. <laughs> that's yeah. another one. Yeah, that's those two songs are similar in my brain. Uh it, this isn't really an answer to the question, but it's kind of similar. There was a um what is that pop, the um Kanye song from Life of Pablo that Tiana Taylor was in the music video? Uh Fade? Oh. I think uh, it's Fade. I'm just going to go with Fade. I could sure. look it up. Uh, but it, I love that song because I love the beat of that song. And also I love Tiana Taylor so hot that like that music video I appreciated. Uh, it came on when we were in the car and I was like, oh, I love this song. And I realized that the way that Dan, Dan doesn't, um, I don't think this is an insult. I think it's just a statement of fact. Dan's never like danced in his life. That's never been a thing that Dan feels called <laughs> out to by a beat. Yeah, I just, as I said it, I was like, I hope he doesn't take offense to yeah, I don't think he goes, like, we went to a wedding, we went to two weddings pretty early in our relationship, and he was wonderful, he, like, let me go do my stupid thing, but he wasn't like, let's go dance on the, di-. he just, you know, hangs back. So as I was listening to it, I think I could pick up on the fact that he was like, I don't like this song, because if you don't like a beat, then it's really not, there's not much there for you. Uh, yeah. And I felt bad the whole time. I was like, oh, did I pick up a song he doesn't like, but he's not changing the channel because he knows I like it? Which is an argument in support of, I think, your boyfriend, Christina, is that, yeah. you know, if you love someone, you got to let them listen to their songs that you you can't stand. 
I guess. Did he put up a good fight for it? Did he? Was he like, no, no not really. Go back. He just was no, like, no, not really. Okay. He just said it was a classic. Because he's a good said, boyfriend. Was hoping classic. Christina could be a good girlfriend. All right, Travis, you're just jumping in and saying things that Excuse sound me. like the right thing to say because this guy's on your side. Because you yeah, like he's the song. trying. To, you're not what defending Travis him. Wants because... to do is stir the pot between me yes. and my boyfriend. Yes. Yes. Travis is basically wearing a shirt that says "Dump him." No, exactly. I think he's or a winner. Get dumped. Get dumped by. Maybe he should be the one. Yeah. Dump her. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, don't do that. I hope you two are happy together forever. I also found out today on Reddit while I was scrolling through the r slash relationships. What's that called? Subreddit. Um, that there's a word for what you guys do that I thought was so cute. And it's called co-playing, I think. Where like you sit together and he plays a video game and you watch a TV show. It's like oh, you're yeah. doing your own thing, but next to each other. And it's like a, a common thing. Um especially among those like me, neurodivergent people who are like, I, I don't, I'm not normal. Uh, I don't need to play with you, but I would like to play what I'm playing while you play what you're playing and we're together. Yeah, it. like I don't need to be doing what you're doing. I just like to know that I'm sitting next to you and that we're sharing yeah. the same air together. Yeah, I like it too. The one thing that we're bad at, Dan's not as quick as sh- at shifting his attention. So like I'll say something, like a remark about something happening, and he won't respond, and then I'll be like, oh. And then he'll say something, and I'll respond, and I'm like, hmm. No, I've and done that several like, times. I gotta go. I gotta go in my own yep. room. No, no, I've done that to me. several times. I'll say something, and he doesn't answer, and then I'll and then he'll say something, and I respond. I'm like, but did you listen to what I said? Yeah, didn't you hear what I said? What I said was good, too. Yeah, I'm like, wait, I was funny before. Let's go back yeah. to that. Oh, God, there's nothing worse than when I'm like, if you were listening, you would have laughed. It's not fair. And then you can't repeat it's it. Not fair. No, because then you're then you're weird. Oh, then so the first weird. time's the best. <laughs> oh, Travis. Travis has this well, theory that anytime again. when we log into Zoom to do this podcast and we all start talking as friends are wont to do, Travis goes, save it, save it. And it's because he swears by this mantra that the first time is the best. And I told him there's one very prominent example of times when that's not true. <laughs> so and he said, intakes, intakes. So, sure, you're not wrong. You're not wrong because the second time you're acting. You'll notice a lot of times in sports TV, not to pull back the curtain too far here, folks, but you'll notice sometimes people, especially people who are newer at TV, uh, will say like, we talked about this earlier in the meeting, and they'll, then they'll give their take. And it's because that's the natural thing to do. Instead of looking in the eye, the same person who you looked in the eye earlier when you already said the take and just saying it again like it's new, you feel like a phony. So you want to say like, we already talked about this, but to the viewer, you're you never talked about it, so you should just say it. It's one of the harder things about being on TV. Did I lose y'all? Was that boring? Got We're it. still here. Sometimes you just want to talk about the biz, you know? Sometimes <laughs> you just want to break down the biz. Said no one. I don't even think I'm still in the biz. Am I in the biz? Is this you, the biz? I think right you are here? the biz. I'm the whole biz? Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. I don't want to be the whole biz, but I'll be some All of All right, it. well, then you're just in the biz. Should we talk about sports? We can try. Yes. All right. First, probably we should tell them what kind of sports we're going to talk about. Travis, you've become really good at these teases. What do we got? Uh, we've got chaos. That's it. And so today's uh-huh. podcast is brought to you. <laughs> today's podcast is brought We've got. Uh... No, that was it. You just goes, come chaos. on, what, what else do nope, we have? That's it. God, I mean, you do you have this way of like uh, ruining the joke and then then joining it once I bail on it. Today's podcast is brought to you by ZocDoc. 
<sighs> Travis, how do you want me to tell the people about ZocDoc? Don't make me do Soul Cycle Instructor. That was one of my top 10 of all time. I will not be able to live up to That's it. That's what again. I had in honor of I know. I know. Okay, but okay. It, how about it won't this? be as good. The other one was this? Quip, so I could go, Quip, Quip. Also, people said last week sounded Peloton like I was having instructor. sex when I was pretending to be my dog. Travis, it's the same thing. Soul Cycle and Peloton, same. Come on, Peloton. It's the only difference. Somebody asked a pep talk. Uh, when you were on HQ last week, a voice that you started to do that you should do that for one of the reasons. I, I was doing my dorky voice. I was being Pablo and I was being a total dork. Yes. All right. As a total dork. I mean, it's not it's a. It's not really what dorks sound like. Dorks sound like normal people. Please understand that this was a, um, a, what's it called when you get your picture? A caricature. This was a caricature of a nerd. And I don't know why I did it, but I did it. And so whatever this voice is telling you about ZocDoc. Uh, has this ever happened to you? You need to see a doctor. You search and you search and you find one that looks good. And you wait on hold to book an appointment and you arrange your schedule. And when you finally go in to find out, this doctor doesn't even take your insurance. Ugh. But there's a solution. Just download the free ZocDoc app. The easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book a deployment. I think I just have a stuffy nose. I mean, I really think that's all okay, it is. Yeah, it's not just like Katie dorks. with a cold. Oh, that was just me being like, oh, Pablo. And so it's all right. Just download the free ZocDoc app. The easiest way to get a great doctor and sleep book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. Whether you need a primary care physician, a dentist, a dermatologist, that's a skin doctor, a psychiatrist, an eye doctor, <laughs> or another specialist, like a like a sleep pathologist, or maybe an endocrinologist, ZocDoc has you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Katie and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, which means it's the bestest, and I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to see a doctor. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Katie and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C, bet you couldn't have spelled it, dot com slash Katie. I'm a nerd. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I got a golf clap. Uh, hey, for the first and only time now that the final happened, we're going to talk about the Euros on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, the final, England versus Italy. Travis, did it come home? No, it came Rome. It, oh, that oh. Boo. Listen, I'm quoting, I'm quoting so Italy soccer boo. players. Yeah, you're quoting a lot of corny. You're quoting essentially to me, Darren Ravel. That's something Darren Ravel. A soccer tweet. player for He's Italy said it. Yeah, I understand that. But it was also like the immediate pun. It was a lot. Of. It's, too, it's the new. I've actually muted the phrase. I'm coming Rome. It's coming Rome. Well, all I know is the celebration in my living room yesterday was as if, like, my brother played on the team. And now, Travis, if you could, what do you have against England? Because, and I don't mean to be offensive, but a lot of you resonates as English with me. I feel like you love England. But why, what do you think, what makes you think that I love England? I don't know. You just seem like you love tradition. But they act like they're this winning, you know dominant I team they and they want to win they haven't won if oh it's coming home it was just so annoying why don't you hear it as excitement what if they're like oh my god it might finally be time for 
Think of it like a dog. If your dog was finally coming home and then their After dog didn't come After 50 some home, years, you don't get to sing a song. All right. I mean, look, I don't I don't share your views, but I support your right to have them, I guess. I don't I uh um England lost. Did we say that yet? England Thank lost. God. Um and Travis was really happy about it. Yeah, uh, for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm not going to act like I was invested. As I was watching it yesterday, I was like, this is fun, but I was like I'm not going to be that person who's like, I've been rooting for Italy for I just was like, yeah, I'm rooting for Italy because um I used to make pasta with my grandmother growing up. It was uh, we didn't <laughs> hold on to our culture. Katie too hasn't tight, baked but... anything since. <laughs> yeah, I out of respect. How dare I? My grandmother would roll over in her grave. God rest Matilda's soul if she saw that I was trying to cook. She'd be like, what? what? That's not right. So out of respect for her, I've just quit cooking. It's kind of admirable if you think about it that way, right? Um, before the match even started, it was a mess. You know, footy fans, so uh, contained. I was always surprised when I saw clips of like international soccer. And this wasn't, I don't think, in England. I believe this was in... Who's got the, like, Galatasaray? Who's got those? Is that um, Turkey? I mean, they're in just about every country. It's gone crazy. But I'm thinking of, I would watch games and see them set things on fire in the stands. Oh, they love setting off fires. And I was like, what, how can you have fire in the stands but not beers? Um, why can I not think of the country that they're from? This is not a good look for me. They set fire in the stands? Oh, there's yeah. flares going off and all sorts of things. Uh. Oh. Yeah, it's wild. So anyway, before the game, I just have Wesley Walton from Below Deck staring at me in a tab that I left open. Uh, <laughs> before the game, a bunch of fans who didn't have tickets got into Wembley. They I read somewhere gates. that it was like at least a thousand, if not a thousand, something said. It was like hundreds, if not a, thou- a thousand. There's video security of gates. one of like either security guards or ticket people or whatever, literally just throwing his leg out and trying to trip as many people as possible as they ran and he got a few like kudos to him for the tripping but it was just like out of control it might just be because i'm a liverpool fan but i uh i don't like it anytime i see crowds rushing something i'm like stop stop those end up getting dangerous quicker than you think they're going to what's your stance on storming the quarter field though um in general, I feel like I, I don't uh, I don't take a public stance that like, don't do it because it's, you know, people expressing joy in a moment of, you know, height of their joy. But I think that there are people who storm the court that directly want to, you know, okay, put people sure, in danger. I don't all, do dangerous stuff. I've stormed Celebrate. a field once and it was awesome, but <gasps> this is oh, different. Oh, that sounds then. cool. Yeah, it is very different. Um yeah, I think I'm I'm for people celebrating. I just don't trust people to celebrate responsibly. And the closer they get to the action, the more those people stand out. The people who are like, I want to be on the broadcast. Where you're What's like, oh, crazy boy. is Wembley Stadium tried to say that like the ticketless fans didn't weren't like made their way in. Like they put out a statement saying like they didn't enter the stadium and then they like had to retract their statement. Yeah. I just want to know how was that that easy? It's, I mean, I get nervous even when I have a ticket that something's going to go wrong. I'm not going to be able to get in. I mean, the confidence of people to be like, what if we just went? Because soccer fans, they're going to just be in a crowd and they're all standing and celebrating the entire time. I don't think people are going to be like, uh, I'm 17. What are you? Yeah, but I mean, if you don't, you're overestimating how many people you're going to be able to fit into a row if nobody sits down. It's not like you can add 20 extra people. 
You can only add a couple. But remember, I don't think the stadium was sold out to begin with. Oh. Because they only had like X amount of tickets. Well, I'll tell you, in the context of today, hearing a lot of news about how COVID's going to start kicking back up again, sure didn't make me feel great. Um, also, didn't a guy run on the field during the Euros? I hate that they never show it on the broadcast. I understand it, especially after just saying you get people who want to be on TV, so they do dumb stuff. But like, it almost feels like once it happens and everybody's saying that it's happening, don't keep it from me. They don't do that with injuries in a way I wish they would. They zoom in on that. So it's like, um, maybe zoom in on the guy making a fool out of himself. So I get to, that's why you have to gotta, take it to Twitter. Yeah, I just want to see if he's going to get tackled or if he's going to break a couple tackles. I just want to see. Yeah, I don't so know if anybody did. Are you talking about this, the championship game or just yeah, in general? I think, I, I think the championship game. I thought I saw that somebody did. But then again, you'd, it would have to be on Twitter because you wouldn't have seen it in the broadcast. Um, what else? Wait, what is this about horseback? Oh, it didn't matter. Nothing happened. Uh, security was so non-existent that some fans seemingly took security into their own hands and tried to attack ticketless fans as they entered the con- Just what? a bunch of Batmans just running around. Vigilante okay. justice in the stadium. It's never a good thing. Ask the Joker. Um, the PKs. It went to PKs, which... Which it, gives me the most odds. Which, yeah. which just brought everybody out on Twitter. It became a bad place. I know. So, Travis, I'm going to guess. Are, you're pro PKs, I assume. My, my <laughs> thing is with soccer, it's like, yes, it's not how it should end. But you could, but have, a game, you could have a game going on forever in soccer. It can be very difficult to get a goal. So, like, at some point the field in is soccer. Big. It's a big it's, field. Yeah. And so, it's not like hockey where likelihood you're going to get a goal or you know baseball like you have to go to penalty kicks at some point yeah i I understand the argument against it i also understand we sound like ignorant americans if we all say that we like it i'll say i don't i don't hate it as passionately but i do understand that like man if i love the sport and that's how the biggest thing could end is like it just feels like one guy having a bad day can really screw up your yeah. whole... My high school had a, their season end on penalty kicks. I When I covered high school sports, there was teams that their season end. Like, it's awful, but the other way is just going to go long. I just, I think the, the only reason why, because, again, I also don't have any strong opinion on whether or not I hate it. I You know, it is what it is. To Travis's point, you can't have a game that's going to last six hours. Um but I think what's yeah, so cricket wildly begs unfortunate, to disagree. But <laughs> what's so wildly unfortunate is that poor guy who then is deemed as you've lost it for your entire I hate country. That. I hate that. Like, I hate when any one fair. decision is is it's because it's never usually the actual decision that was the mistake. There used to be this show, not to go off on a weird tangent, but there used to be this show. I think it might still be around called NFL Turning Point where they would take a game from the week and they would like slow it down and paint the storyline for you and be like, this is where the game turned. This is where the momentum shifted. This is where the game was won or lost. And that was always so interesting. And the moment was never at the beginning or it was never at the end. It was always somewhere in the middle of something like some confluence of events that occurred that then caused the. So I always hated when it was like you missed that goal. Uh, you lost the game when it's like... Yeah, it's not like... Because then you're discounting all of the mistakes that everybody... Yes. The rest of your team made for the prior... You know, they played 120 minutes. Many minutes. Yeah, for the, for the, you know, the 120 minutes leading up to this point 
we're, you know, we're forgetting all of the other mistakes that everybody else made and we're putting it solely I on I mean, they you. scored a goal, I believe was the fastest goal scored in the finals of the Euros. They scored in the second minute and that's where they, then they just stopped being aggressive. Yeah. Well, for, I mean, immediately Italy after that, Italy just ruled. I mean, Italy's they, they dominated was, the entire thing. Their defense was good. Italy possessed uh, the ball say, 62% a, of the game. Yeah. As a, uh, you know, very, um, you know, I'm not like a deep soccer watcher, especially lately when watching sports is, uh, hurts me for some reason. Uh, the way that Italy had possession wasn't incredibly entertaining to me. Uh, but that's just me. That's me, a dumb American. Who, when uh, I watched it, I sports. equated it to I was sitting there watching it, and I think it brought me back to I played soccer my entire life up until I went to college, and I hated when the other team would essentially play keep away. Yeah. Like, oh, we've got the ball, and you're never going to get it. And I understand that that obviously shows dominance, and that Italy was you know so good at keeping a hold of the ball and controlling the pace of the game, but. It just it so brings back like monkey in the middle vibes of like you're not gonna get it. It's like mm. it's so annoying to watch, and you're like something happened. Yeah, but then again, we we'll, we will say dumb Americans. Hello, that's us. We're just trying to love your sport. Um, I do love soccer so much. I just I wish was... I had more time to watch it and to really immerse myself in international soccer because I do love it so much. Italy won. I don't know what else you want me to say. Italy won. Congrats. I felt I felt really bad for the guys. Uh, who was it? Rashford. Well, the, and the final Saka. guy that kicked the took the uh, penalty kick for England. Nineteen, 19. years old, he missed it. And like I know. I know that's so. Well, tragic. he didn't miss it. Rashford full on missed. Right? Didn't he miss the net? Rashford just missed it, but Saka he missed. Who was it that hit the goalpost? He hit the. He hit the. He either hit the post or he missed it completely. I I, he, I think he hit the post. Yeah, and uh, like to their defense, like, oh no, Rashford that, and uh, Sancho got brought in the final minute of extra time so that they could take. So like they, I don't even know if they had even touched the ball at that point. In the, before yeah, Southgate kicking. got dragged for that to put in two, three guys. Because when when did Saka get subbed in? Saka, I think, had been playing the, like, the entire game. Oh, he's just like he, young. Yeah, Fina. it was. Well, that's what happened to Southgate, right? Didn't he in his playing career? He was a defensive player, and he had to. Uh, he wanted to sub in his offensive players so that their pressure wasn't on his defenders to score in with that much pressure on them, and then ended up it wasn't a good move. And oh, I also saw criticisms against uh, Sterling, and ch- who's the guy with the headband? You're, you're uh, looking like Jack Grealish. Thank you. Uh, about how they should have done it, they should have stepped up and done it, and not left it on the shoulders of a of the of a kid. They all were saying. Jack Grealish uh, responded because there was an article, and uh, Roy Keane was critical of it. And Grealish tweeted, "I said I wanted to take one, the gaffer, which we need to bring that word into American verbiage with all our teams instead of managing." What does that mean? Coach- tape to me. But the gaffer the has gaffer tape? the gaffer has made so many right decisions through this tournament, and he did tonight. But I won't have people say that I didn't want to take a penalty when I said I will. Uh, but like Saka, he like uh, according to this website hasn't taken a penalty kick for his club team, who he plays for Arsenal. And you put him in there, like why don't you ever the last Sterling? one too? The last I know that it's all riding like... on him. That's so unfair. And then Jose Moreno was critical of Southgate too. I mean, he's got a lot to say all the time. What did he say? 
the decision of the penalty uh, takers, I think it's hard to leave Saka as the last one. I think it's hard for a kid to have everything on his shoulders at the moment. I just feel very sorry for him. Man. Yeah, when he cried and then you saw Harry Kane come over and like get in his ear and be like, it's all right, you're all right. Well, I saw a video on TikTok and it was, you know, Mbappe and Ronaldo and these guys in their career at, you know, early 20s and them all missing big penalty kicks. Like, you know, 19 years old, it's going to happen. And if yeah. one of the other guys would have made one, then, it's, you know, the team played 120 minutes, you know, one kick and you're the the person to blame. Are England fans being cool about it? I uh, assume England fans are being super cool about it. Shocker. Here's a, there's a, some fans that took to social media and out in public and did not act as if, uh, did not act accordingly. Instead, they decided that racist was the route to go. Oh, mm. boy. Like Rashford had this like mural that was uh, like defaced? vandalized. No, come on. It's... It's, it's a, a game. game. It's a game. I get that it's a big game. I get that you're, a lot of your identity is tied up in the teams you root for, especially when that team represents your nation and you've got your... But it's like, it's a game and that's a person. That's a person. I don't know. I think moments of big adversity like that can 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 make you great. I hope Sokka has a good um, support system around him helping him process and work through it all because I really think a moment like that, you come back with a chip that size on your shoulder, you could really prove some loud people wrong. Like I can't imagine, like, I don't like when I get, like, one tweet that's, like, critical of me and this person, 19 years old, <laughs> playing for his national team and misses a kick and has, I don't I don't want to, not the entire country, but he's got a, a large fan base that's coming at him saying by far worse things than that take was awful like that's a lot to deal with i think in these moments we uh because we're so horrified by the the links to which humanity can go to hurt somebody they feel has hurt them we don't shed light on the fact that i did see a lot of people supportive on twitter and in TikTok comments, I know those always get glossed over because it's like, oh, anybody can say a nice thing. But it's it, there. I think that there is there are some people that were like, this guy's probably going to hear about it. And all I can do, I can't control the actions of others. All I can do is let him hear loudly the other side. It's almost like so. for every one bad person on Twitter, we act like that accounts for like 20 bad people. Like Says the guy who has put in the doc before, Twitter was outraged I know. by this. And it's like, were they all, <laughs> did all of us log in and yell about it? But Listen, it is, it's I'm not an easy, perfect. it's a thing the media does a lot. And it's like an easy Twitter reacts. And then they treat that like it's a headline. And you're like, that's not a news story. It's a, it's six people responding to a news story. It doesn't deserve its own headline. Well, I will um, say like the, the only other thing that I like thoroughly enjoy seeing as much as I, shocker, I agree that I feel bad seeing the the losers crying and they are so defeated after you know they've lost uh, what i think is i don't even know what the right word for it is but not sweet or cute but endearing to see i guess is you know when this poor kid is crying in the middle of the field thinking you know this his entire country now hates him his teammates are hugging him yeah. and kissing him and saying it's okay. We're going to walk you. We've got your back. We're going to walk with you off this field. 
you know, it, it's fun. Like, I think that in moments like that, you lean on your teammates. And that's the whole point of sports and sportsmanship is to rally behind, you know, this poor kid who feels like he's ruined it for not only his team, but his country. And to see his teammates, you know, supporting him and physically carrying him off the field, I think is really nice to see. It's funny that sportsmanship is something that fans always demand or expect from athletes, but never feel they have to also show themselves when at a sporting event or when dealing with sports. Because uh, harassing a player from your national soccer team is not, I don't think anyone would say, sportsmanlike. And yet it's something that keeps coming up but yeah I've just been looking for progress in all these moments where I'm like okay it's still bad but is there any progress I can find and one little moment of progress from the Euros was that they do still find the hot woman in the crowd and put her on camera (laughs) but they don't ogle over her vocally uh, which I think is progress it's a baby step but at least it's still progress because not too long ago we would show the beautiful woman in the crowd and then the booth would feel they got to opine on that woman's appearance and whether or not they would have liked to have dated her back in the day uh so shout out to the beautiful woman there's many of us and uh shout out to her for getting noticed but also treated with i think a modicum of respect um speaking of fans and cameras can we stop putting the nice camera on the fans that 8k camera on fans is is jarring we've talked about it before it's the camera that makes everything look like a video game it's creepy enough when it's on athletes uh when they started putting it on fans it's like what are we doing what are we doing i don't think we need that i don't need to see them with that crisp clarity uh if i can see the beads of sweat yeah rolling down your face i don't need to look at a little kid crying in extreme hd it's just not um what i tuned in for I get that those cameras can't capture the action because I bet there'd be like blur or something and you need to find a way to use them. But I don't know. It's just me nicely asking to please stop using them on fans so much. It's weird and I don't like it. The NBA Finals. Suns are up. Yeah, they are. But the Bucks last night. What, are you rooting for the Suns? That sounded like a passionate yeah, they are. Yeah, Devin Booker all the way, baby. All right. Uh, The Bucks had a pretty... Good game last night. Was that last night? I think they won 120 to 100, something like that. I mean, whew, Giannis. Kind of good. Giannis, man. Some would say he is very good. And I yeah, am one some of would still not say that, though, which is Yeah, weird. which is wild. Who He's said good. the thing about Batman and Joker? Who's, I mean, um, uh, Batman and Robin? I think it was Perk. It was, like, what would... Sounds like something Perk would say. Yeah. Uh, but they Kirk also called uh, them the dumbest uh, team to make the finals ever. I mean, is that who we got the heat from Milwaukee for when somebody called and said that ESPN? No, that was favorite? first take. Oh God! I mean, I gotta stop answering for the sins. But it's okay because we we said we like Milwaukee, so we're I think we're yeah, good. we're good. We're, yeah, we're solid. We're, we're okay. We're one of the good ones. Norman, Oklahoma. Not <laughs> yeah, so Norman, much. Oklahoma. We just want to be your friend. We're sorry, but unless you're in Norman, Oklahoma. Oh, you's not going to invite us out for a remote. Yeah, and since well, they don't know they're dead. <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati can't can't speak about it because they're gone. Um, what's interesting about the what do we what do, what does our podcast say about the finals? Uh, game four well. is Wednesday. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
game four is Wednesday. Uh, Chris Paul is not a basketball anymore. I think we got to let that go. No one's going to ask the question. And so fine, I'll just accept the reality that everyone else seems fine living in. He was never the basketball. He's always been a person and he really did have COVID or whatever. It's just like exhausting always having to tell these media lies. Chris Paul has always been a person and he was just sick. Although he didn't actually turn into the basketball and help his team get to the finals. But maybe somehow the basketball lost its powers last night. In what way, though? Well, I mean, the Bucks come out and won- they got their first win. Maybe they drank Michael's magic juice. Is Mike Michael's Is called? magic stuff? Yeah, Michael's magic stuff. Which, I don't know, has anybody ever drug tested that? What's in that? There's no way that's legal. Doesn't didn't uh, Devin Booker wasn't he photographed having a like Devin a, and CP3 yeah, like bu- had something books juice or whatever yeah. it was like a taped up water bottle up. yeah somebody what's should be looking in into there? this somebody should be looking into this you can't lose by twenty unless you're getting you're taking performance are there any more <laughs> real reporters out there these days no there's not but you know what Travis maybe they'll credential one of us to go to one of the games so I, we can ask I'm gonna these go questions. Oh, I was I going to it. say, when you said, is there any other real reporters these days? Uh, that's a little preview for TikTokers are now reporters. Oh, that's later though, but you're right. That's that would have been a ahead. good transition. There's your little tease. Nice, Christina. Christina Thank just you. jumped in with a tease that was kind of reminiscent of Ashley, the way she would always transition into our next story, except hers a couple stories away. So that you got that to look forward to. Remember it when we talk about it, because I already forget what it was. Um... <laughs> Uh, Marshawn Lynch, what is this Marshawn Lynch thing you have about Antetokounmpo? Well, uh, so he began. He started a press conference saying like he was here, so he didn't get fined. I mean, we're still doing that. I do it all the time. You do? It's hack. You're better than that, Travis. Giannis is busy. Giannis has other stuff he's doing. So if Giannis is a little hacky with his humor, I'm fine with that. I he gets a pass. I'm busy too. You, with what? Work. And what is your work? And like five podcasts, two live Producing, radio shows. Making sure that things are interesting and worth hearing. Pulling voicemails. Right. Finding yeah. identifying content that's worth sharing with others. Mm-hmm. And you think and you think that Marshawn Lynch's I'm just here so I don't get fined is new fresh content. Maybe if he stops focusing on the media and he's now on the game. What's he even talking about, Christina? Where's he even going? I don't know. I stopped. You listening. back him into a corner and he just pretends the corner's not there. I don't know what to do. There's no such thing as a corner. I can't help you. I d- you just said Christina's what? corner 15 times at the beginning of this podcast. There's no such thing as a corner? I'm never backed into a corner. Okay, baby. That's funny if you're old, but I guess I guess none of you are. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, the, the Home Run Derby was yesterday? Yeah. And M- the Monday night. All-Star game is tonight. And Shohei wait. is going to be leading off. Wait, wait. Monday night was the... Is Home the- Run Derby. Tonight's the home run derby. Why did yes. I think it so? Was the yesterday? day of us taping. Because I was going to say I didn't see that anywhere. I know I didn't either, but I just assumed that's because I'm out of a loop. So it's tonight, Monday, the day we're taping. Correct. And when's the All Star game tomorrow? Correct. Okay, and uh, Shohei Otani is going to lead off and be the starting pitcher. Yeah, he's in the home run derby, and then on Tuesday he's going to lead off and be crazy. the starting pitcher. That's crazy. Good I think him. he's going to call home- the game too. Yeah, right? If you leave out the <laughs> home run derby imagine? part. They mic him up and he's also announcing his own game. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'd be totally fine with that. Um, if you leave out the home run derby part, the reason I like this story, other than because I love Shohei Otani, uh, is because that was me. I was the starting pitcher and the leadoff hitter on my softball team. Pretty So impressive. basically you are Shohei Otani. 
Yeah, and basically you just turned your mic yeah, did off. You mic just... Whoa. It's back now. There she work. is. Oh, there we go. Well, I'm sure we got it. But what I'm she back. said in case she was in case she was censored unfairly, she said that basically I'm Shohei Otani and I said yes. That's what was right. your go to pitch? Um I had a good uh oh. change up. I had a really slow change up that um if anybody knew it was coming, they rocked out of the park, but most of them didn't, and so that was fun. I wasn't very good, but boy, did I want to be. Boy, did my dad want me to be. Sounds like the team wasn't that good then either. If you're the leadoff. We were fine. We were fine. But if you're not that good and you're the starting pitcher and the leadoff batter, that says something about the team, does it not? The, the, no. What? I was good at getting on base. I'm just saying I wasn't good at pitching. So were you a slapper? I wasn't slapper? that good at pitching. I was, yeah, I was a slapper. I have all the varicose veins to prove it. I'd slapped this thigh so many times with a glove. Um, it's just in softball, I felt like in high school, you could be a good team playing against the teams you normally played against. And then you'd play like that one team from, I don't know, Beverly. And they were, you just, you pulled up and you were like, oh my God, these girls are in high school. They're, they're huge. These girls are going to smoke us. And then they would. And you were like, sick. That's sick. I was good at softball. I just wasn't a very good pitcher and I really, really wanted to be. Um, I was fine. But there was a girl a couple years ahead of me that threw heat, and then it was me, and I was like, "Yeah, I can, I can, I can get over the plate." But I mentally, <laughs> mentally, I'd get in my own head. Uh, shocking, I know. I was gonna say I know I that you guys are like, "What comment. do you mean? You never?" Uh, but yeah, that's why I find athletes so impressive because I'm like, "Oh, I could never do that. I tried. I sucked." But Shohei Otani is uh, is incredible. Um, some would say he's becoming the face of baseball. Some would, and, and I, I. Some would support that. I support, as do I. Uh, man, it's just a. Uh, it's gotta be frustrating that like a couple years ago there was a debate about. Um, wasn't there like didn't Major League Baseball keep people from having, uh, translators or interpreters? There was like some controversy surrounding interpreters and whether or not teams should have to provide them for players. I that feel like don't there was a team recently them. that complained about paying for one. Yeah, and what? then. Uh, was it Seattle? Might have been. Was it that guy at the Rotary? Yeah. Is that where we at the heard roundabout. about it? Oh, at the roundabout. Yes. The guy at the yeah at the roundabout club. At the Sam's Club. Uh, and then now, now there's this like you can't be the face of American baseball if you don't speak. It's just see. It sounds very, very outdated. And uh, I would urge urge anybody who has that opinion to reconsider it. Um, because it truly doesn't matter. Uh, this guy is a once-in-a-lifetime talent. It's He's fun Bruce. to watch him. He's incredible. Do you see his quote about, uh, obviously, I've never seen Babe Ruth play live? And I was like, yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> um, but, like, me neither. And it's fun to get to see Shohei Otani. It's just like every time you're like, he won't, he does. And it's uh, awesome. And... Um, I don't know. It, I don't care what language you speak. Part of me is kind of glad you don't speak fluent English so you can't hear the dumb things people say about you when you're good at sports uh, in this country. Uh, you can tune it out a lot easier. Um, so that's that. Uh, do we want to do an ad read? Brooklinen, Travis, how would you like me to tell the people about Brooklinen? As if you were a parent and you're rushing your family to leave on a trip and the kids are taking their time to get everything going kids time to head out two minute warning 
You spend 1 of your life sleeping, so you want to make your bed as comfortable as possible, right? But maybe you looked at some uh, retailers and you calculated the years of interest you'd pay on just one set and you gave up. I get it. I give up all the... I'm about to give up right now. I'm about to take my kids on this road trip. We got to go. And I guarantee you they're not going to be back down here by the time I finish these next three sentences. But let's... I mean, you can hold on to hope if you want, but I'm going to let it go. Just trust me and go check out Brooklyn. And Brooklyn was started to create beautiful... Do you have your raincoat? Sorry, one second. Do you have your raincoat? <laughs> Didn't I tell you? Didn't we just look at the weather? It's going to rain. Go get your raincoat. What was I saying? Uh, Brooklyn was started to create beautiful, high-quality home essentials that don't cost an arm and a leg. Brooklyn has something for your every comfort need, ideal for a seasonal refresh because they're launching new products, colors, and patterns all the time. Time. We don't have a lot of time. Okay? Pack your stuff. You guys are supposed to be packed earlier. Yes, I have snacks. No, we can't listen to Miley's Olivia Rodrigo. I'm with it. I'm young and with it. Uh, I'm talking buttery, soft, and breathable sheets, plush and absorbent towels, cozy robes, comfy loungewear you'll want to put on and never take off. I hope a plane never takes off because we're going to miss it. It was a road trip, wasn't it? Are we going on a trip or a road trip? We're driving I to said the trip. It can be whatever Yeah, you we're going to the airport. Plane's never going to take off. It lands... It, It'll land. Uh, they're so confident in their core products that they come with a 365-day warranty, which is how many days it takes my kids to come downstairs, put their stuff in the car. No, don't put your bag directly in. Let your dad pack the trunk. You know what really matters to him. He loves, he has this whole system. And <laughs> if you put your bag in, then he's going to move it, and it's going to take long. Just let your dad pack it. Honey? God, where's he? Uh, go to brooklinen.com. <laughs> Oh, wait, give yourself the, did I already say that? Give yourself the comfort refresh you deserve and get it for less at Brooklyn. And go to brooklinen.com, use promo code NOLIN, get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code NOLIN for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. I mean, that's not bad. That means it was $100 and now it's $80. That's, I'll take that. Over these darn kids. What am I? That's brooklinen.com slash promo code NOLIN. (laughs) (sighs) UFC. Another fight that I made Dan Venmo me for. <laughs> because Greg Hardy was I don't on blame the card. you. Greg Hardy was on the card. Boy, I don't have a lot of hate in my heart. But that guy bugs me. That guy bugs me. That fight me. brought Twitter together. That guy bugs me so much. Uh, if you'll recall, I mean, you don't even have to go all the way back to the NFL and the real reason that I that he bugs me. But it a couple UFC fights ago, remember? I remember he was on like a, a card and he n- illegally kneed someone directly in the face and got disqualified. So He doesn't if, like rules, well, no, Greg Hardy. If Greg Hardy didn't have the pass and you look at that one fight, I don't think people are freaking out because, y- yes, he did yeah, something yeah, you illegal. you wouldn't freak out, but I'm saying if you're looking for reasons to dislike him and domestic violence alleged well, that's, what I'm saying is for you. The, the pass is why you hate him. The one fight I don't think is reason yeah, to hate a guy we're making we're not making different points i was saying to the people who as a woman who often voices her displeasure with people uh whose whose legal documents i've had to read detailing alleged violence they've perpetrated whenever i say hey this guy stinks and i get a lot of like in a court of law you this you that 
So if you're looking for another reason to dislike him and you're a UFC fan, I would say a valid one would be that he was he just doesn't seem to really respect the rules of fighting. He, every time he's out there, he, Dana White must really like him. Because every time he's out there, the way they talk about him is like he's really working hard. I think they love having a former athlete who was great or good at another. He was very good at another sport uh, come over and be successful in UFC. I think they're rooting for that. I think that would make marketing sense to me. Um, so I get it, but it doesn't mean that it's what I would do. Uh, I, 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 I have a hard time looking at his face. But I, but anyway, he had a hard time having one. He got knocked out. So he had a he uh, sixty-seven he, seconds into a fight. He got some shut eye. It was also right after I was like, "Oh no, the guy he was fighting. What was his name, Travis? Bam Bam." I, they called him Bam Bam. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't want to butcher it because this dude, he's an Australian heavyweight. He walked out. Is it written in here anywhere? Yes. If you scroll down past the first oh, fight, so we have a section where we're going to talk about this fight. Is it, is it Tuavasa? I think it is. Either way, Bam Bam walked out to Spice Girls wannabe. Incredible. Incredible. And if you'll recall, the way that song begins is, Yo! <laughs> and as soon as I heard it, it was like uh, it was like in Anchorman when he's like, News team assembled. I heard the, Yo! And I was like, ladies, we in. We in here. I immediately was like, I'm rooting for this guy. He also lip synced the rap part on his way into the uh, the octagon. Incredible. The, the amount of confidence that you have to have to walk out to the Spice Girls tells me that Love like it. he just enjoys fighting. Like he's about that life. He was in. I I said out loud. I don't. Can you imagine? showing up to a sport you're about to play in front of a bunch of people and being like, I'm so excited to do this. I don't think I ever had that feeling. I think I was always like, oh man, I'm going to stink. This is going to be bad. But he just seemed to, and he also walked out obviously after Greg Hardy, who had just come out to like, he was very serious. He took himself very seriously. It was like a, mm, I'm a fighter. Oh. And, uh, and then Bam Bam comes out and he's like, oh, tell you what i want what i really really want is to drink beer out of your shoe katie how does the song start again yo that might even be the right key if it is i honestly think i've got perfect pitch yo i think that's it you could check it go back pause this play the song and then listen see how close i was uh he also did a shoey multiple which, multiple okay one of them had hot sauce so, in well, it. yeah let's gross absolutely gross um, I'm going to say it right here, right now. We need to stop drinking out of shoes. It's well, disgusting. Here's the I thing. I understand everyone what? thinks it's I don't cool understand it. I never understood Gross. it. That's where I come from. I understand now that everybody's into it because he, they've seen people prominently doing it. But I don't understand where this came from. Who started it? Why did it? we start Why? drinking out of a shoe? Uh, it's uncool to say you're not going to do it. That's why I hope I'm never in a position where somebody even offers me one. Because, boy, if you turn down a shoe, you look like a real dork but if at the same anyone, time where's that shoe been most and, likely and, on someone else's foot is it my own shoe or is it someone no. else's shoe i think that was somebody else's shoe oh, her wikipedia no. moto gp writer travis whoa 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 whoa! we need a, a music because you're looking something up this is an <laughs> a cake do 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 travis is looking something up 
without anybody even asking. Ooh, Go ahead, Travis. It's about Go a shoey. It's about like, uh, Australian Motor GP rider Jack Miller celebrated his first Premier Class victory by drinking champagne out of his shoe at the Dutch Circuit of Champagne Assen on uh, in, in 2016. Since then, Formula One driver Daniel Ricciardo and other uh, Australians oh, Formula One. have uh, performed shoeies on the podium. Okay. So it looks like that's kind of it's where it became like popular. But like, what's not to love about a shoey? Travis, you just there said is it's everything not to love about a shoey. Let's say okay, you just let's say you just walked from uh, your apartment to your car, and now your foot is sweaty. You, it's smelly. It's hot in there, and you're gonna you pour a drink. Anywhere. Could have walked from anywhere to anywhere. Well, it you, didn't but have to I'm, be just, your I'm just making a point here. Didn't I'm just making a point. Car. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. A point. Uh, just you're just walking from one place to another. Now your foot is hot, sweaty, and gross. And you mean to tell me you're gonna pour a drink in it and then consume that liquid? Have no. you ever picked something off the ground and ate it before? What? How ground? long was it sitting there? Five second rule. Oh yeah. Uh, the shoe. Travis, no, 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 no. Answer, not, my question, answer my question. Answer my question, Christina. That's not five second rule. That's not five second rule. Answer my question. Have you? Yes. You pour the beer and then you drink it. It's not in there. It's maybe five yeah, seconds. Yeah, but here's the difference. My sandwich falls on the ground and I, ooh, I grab it and pick it up really quickly. I'm pouring a full beer into sandwich? my hot, sweaty, smelly shoe. I don't know about you, but when I walk around, my feet start to sweat and my shoes tend to smell. So now you're going to pour an entire beer in there, and now you're chugging said beer mixed with stinky, sweaty Here's the thing, sweaty, You're chugging smelly. like two, three ounces of the beer, and the rest is just being spilled usually. But So he did one after winning. like He was on the fence in the octagon. And then walking out, proceeded to do two more. But the first guy that he did it pours beer in his shoe, then adds hot sauce. Mm, that was a lot Ew. of hot sauce. You been, it was he, a lot. He should have been allowed to deck the dude. That was just messed up. I don't know if it was a point, if that's like, it looked like is he that watched like a him thing? do it. So it might be a thing. The reason Does I the think Wikipedia he had the hot, the reason I think he had the hot sauce is Dustin Poirier uh, in the first, the second fight with Connor had this big thing about hot sauce and all, like has, I don't know if he has a hot sauce or loves it, it is, or whatever. It is, it's his hot sauce. So I think the guy happened to have hot sauce because of that and just decided to be a dick. And add hot sauce to the beer. I've heard though that there are certain shots you like. I've heard like people mixing hot sauce with like tequila shots before. He did an interview hot about it. Sauce and alcohol. I'm googling it. He called it disgraceful. Somebody was like hot sauce in another man's shoe, and he said disgraceful. Yeah, it is now. Which I agree. My question for the two people that provided the shoe for the shoey for Bam Bam. Did you put the shoe back on, Travis or did you bring an extra his shoe on the podcast now? Huh? <laughs> I said Travis is just reading his tweets on the podcast now. Why one question for the people that let Bam Bam do a shoey out of their shoe? Did you bring an extra shoe, or did you put it back on after? Yeah, because that's my July thing. Is, was 10th, that, was that an extra Rockhold. shoe, or do you bring like a pair they of flip flops and keep them in your pocket? They just put it on after. You're, then your you foot can, and soccer. If you expect Bam Bam to suck it up that he has to drink liquid out of another man's stinky shoe, then you have to suck it up that you have to wear a wet shoe around for the rest of that's the day. That's why I Everybody's wouldn't provide. Sucking that's it up. why I wouldn't give my shoe for Also, a the pouring of yet, uh, hot sauce into alcohol is the thing. It's called a hot shot, and you pour hot gross. sauce into a shot of tequila. 
And to a shot of tequila, Christina. Right now, what is this podcast? I'm what just saying, it's a thing. Pouring hot sauce into alcohol is apparently a thing. I just think we need to draw attention to the fact that Travis said he would never allow somebody to do a shoey out of his shoe, but also tweeted, I think it should be a rule if you win... If you win your fight, you have to do a shoey in the octagon or you don't get paid. Yeah. So he's not willing to participate in the half of no, the shoey no. that donate. That's Travis. I'm just, I'm the lady at the drive through <laughs> McDonald's. I'm just reading your order no, back No, my to order you. is. You the, said. I, I don't want to get my shoe wet. Like if I, have a, if I have an extra shoe that I bring or something. If you're not willing to have your shoe used for a shoey, then you don't truly support shoey culture. <laughs> You don't get to say that everybody should take a shoey and shoeys are the coolest no, if you're not willing to donate your shoe to the cause. I would extra shoe. That's a cop-out. That's an absolute cop-out. You're a shoey pink hat, and I'm not going to let you be this way. You can't. You're not even a part of the shoey lifestyle. I don't even care about the shoeys, but as I, I care about communities and the way that they're run. The shoe, and I think that you're the reckless. The shoe that he did a shoey out of was not the shoe that he wore out to the ring, though. So? He so if he what? can do a shoe out of it, if he can do a shoey from a shoe that he's not wearing... So you think everybody should do a shot out of a shoe that no one's ever worn before? I didn't say it's never worn Who's before. Who's bringing but... all of these new shoes? Yeah, what are we going to do? Just show up with events? a bunch of shoes? Well, I think that UFC gets well. First of all, Bam Bam should get a deal with like Nike, but like UFC just I mean, ha- should have a deal with whoever their I mean, <laughs> provider is and have some shoes just... out there, uh-huh. ready to go. I don't think that shoe companies can endorse drinking. You know, the rules get weird about that. You can't. You can't glorify. Well, then you sponsor Bam Bam to wear the shoes, and then what he does with them afterwards is on him. Yeah. Can you imagine if he's doing out of some like really nice J's? Because he did the the one that he did was. Don't you feel like a shoey out of an unworn shoe is a cop out? It's like then just drink it out of a glass. Otherwise, what's the point? The point is that people go (gasps) when you do it. I think they should start selling like liners for shoes that make it so that if you put liquid in it oh like a plastic liner cloth. yeah it's just like a like a dr shoals but for people who like doing yeah, like a shoe insert shoes. so when you yeah. want to do a shoey you just stick an insert in there yeah i think that would be a good company it's almost like a sock but it's like a rubber sock it's like a condom it's like a shoe condom <laughs> way you know said. so somebody should come up with that and that way we can all do shoeys with the shoey condom abandon. because like i said covid seems to be coming back uh dana white said that he thinks sports are going to shut down again soon. He thinks there's a shutdown coming on the horizon for sports. Um, God, I hope not. Please, no. I just, uh, I said this the other day on HQ when it was like, how do you feel about Tokyo not letting fans into the Olympics? I'm like, can I be honest? My very first reaction was like, come on. But my second reaction is like, yeah, that's the right call. And if that's the right call, then make the right call. But it's like, oh, man, we got really close to... uh, we were starting to act like we were starting to act like we won. <laughs> we didn't. If the sacrifice is no fans, but I get to watch the Olympics, I don't give a damn about the fans. I know. I still think that if the sacrifice is no fans, then the sacrifice should probably have been no Olympics. But at the same time, this is the same group of people who got the Olympics, you know, pushed. Po- they've been they've been training year, for five years. And at they this only point. have so long of a window to come out and you know do it. And we're already so weird with the way we treat our athletes that are Olympic athletes as opposed to you know professional of the big four leagues so it's like i get it it's like money making opportunities and all of that and i know the economy of, of uh where the olympics are depends on the, i get that it's more complicated than like come on 
but man, I really felt like we were in out of the woods on the uh, having to talk about a global pandemic uh, portion of the program. And I think we might not be. But don't worry. Don't fret. We won't ever be entirely without sports because, as Dana White said, uh, if that is the case, the UFC will not stop. Uh, Fight Island will come back. So I'm still disappointed be- that it's not on. Like I wanted it to be like a floating like little thing that they created. Yeah, once you buy the island, just like use it all the time. And if you're not using it, just Airbnb it. Fight Island sounds like where you go for a kumite. Personally. Uh, what was I just going to say? Oh, so this either means that Dana White is uh, has information we don't have, which I think that's always true, about, and he really does see that this is coming on the horizon and he's just putting the statement out there. Or this is what a lot of times leagues do, which is just uh, creating a storyline that people will talk about. So I don't know that a a shutdown is coming, and I hope that we're all being responsible. I mean, look, I got vaccinated, so you can. You can do it. Uh, It doesn't hurt. You'll be okay. It stinks for a day. It stunk for two days. But you'll be fine. And I think I want to, I wish, I just wish it was over is what I'm saying. You're both looking at me, and I'm really hoping to make a smart point, but boy, I'm just tired. <laughs> Imagine if they shut down again. I can't. No, let's not I, do that. I can't. No, we're not going there, because nope. I can't think of that. Nope. Mm. So do you want to talk about... You tweeted some spice, Travis, about... Uh, I don't want to say his name. I don't want to start the beef, because once I start that beef... I'm I gonna, did? I'm going to... I'm gonna Who isn't Travis starting cooker. beef with? You, you called it an awkward interview between the man who does the in in octagon interviews oh. and a sitting down Conor McGregor. It was I liked that tweet. The I tweet, I don't think it wasn't me like trying to have like a take or something. Let's just should mm-hmm. we let's start with the fight so people aren't like totally confused. Oh, we didn't talk about it yet? No, you right. skipped uh, the story. <laughs> well, it's just it's the part I cared about least. Look, here's what I'm asking. So of let's UFC. just skip to let's skip through okay. the first part. No. Let here's what I'm asking of UFC and I don't think it's a lot. Um stop make everybody every time I watch somebody break something. Stop. I don't want to watch people break their bones. Quickly, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, the rubber match. At the end of the first round, Conor... It's really bothering Travis. He really wanted to break down the fight. No, no, no. Cut. But I think there's a lot of people that are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we were about to get there. I'm just saying every time I've watched you yeah, right recently, you're somebody going, breaks You're going backwards right. to the fight. All right, Travis, have your floor. You're, it's Here your you boat. You drive it. Nope. I'm, I'm... Travis, Travis, we're in your corner now. Come on. Towards the end, of, right at the end of the first round... When Conor McGregor went to plant his left foot and his and his leg buckled, sent him to the mat, and he broke his ankle or leg. I think it was his leg. That was the first round. I thought it was the second. That was no, nope, it was round? right at the end of the first. He had oh. been on the been on the mat for most of the first. He so the first round started with him throwing a lot of leg kicks, a lot. Mm-hmm. And every time I see a leg kick, to the point I'm making is that um I wince because I've watched a oh, man's leg bend around another man's. And leg. then him and Poirier grappled, went to the mat. He tried to put he tried to choke Poirier out and a guillotine. He didn't wasn't able to secure it and get him to tap out. Poirier then's on top of him, landed punched everything. And then at the end of the first round, they get up and stand, 
and that's when his leg when he put pressure on it buckled clearly something wasn't right because he fell to the ground and then that's when they called the fight because he he broke it Mm -hmm. and they kept showing it a couple times yeah a couple times go katie oh thanks um please stop breaking i made my point travis stop breaking limbs when i'm i I respect ufc fans that they can tune into that and just be like "Ooh, crazy let me go on with my day but for some of us uh the impression lasts. But it's don't, very very don't watch it's like the pushing replay, your though. thumb into a, Yeah, I don't, Travis, but I'm still scarred from what I saw. I never watched a replay of Weidman, but I saw it happen live and was like, no. Oh, I, unfortunately, I unfortunately did without one. It's just like some of us are memory foam. Some of us, when you push your thumb down into it, it stays there for a while before it goes back to normal. And it, I, it's hard for me to watch UFC, especially after going to the gym. I like to go to the gym and watch TV at that hour of night. And when I'm at, when I'm after a heavy workout watching a man's leg turn into mush is uh it affects me let me say and it i just it's a lot and uh i i feel badly every time i don't like watching people get injured i don't like people winning fights because they get uh, the other guy can't keep going it's not fun and it's expensive the weidman one it was much worse than the McGregor. So they've rushed in there where this one. It's like he broke his own. He broke and he sat there, but like the cast that they put around it looked like it was like held together with like cardboard and toothpicks. Like it didn't look like an air cast. Like a sling you build for a bird. He, he sat there for, I mean, they did, they raised Poirier's hand. They interviewed Poirier and he's still just sitting there just yelling stuff. And like, it was the weirdest thing. Yeah, I was wondering why was he still sit- like there? Are- Life is going on, and he's he still laying up. there with it. Yeah, but why? Why did we get not medical help attention the man up to him? Get him out. Yeah. Yet? We, we all just said, okay, we've got some other things to do, and then we'll get back to you. And then it was yeah. like, oh, we're gonna go interview him, fireside with Joe Rogan, next to Conor McGregor, just sitting down in the octagon. Well, he wanted to be able to see eye to eye with him. Which I mean. If he's there and he's going to talk, which he could have stood up for it, he, he probably tried to, but like, if he's there, you have to go in for the interview, but it was yeah, just really weird. Did. Yeah. And then that's when Conor McGregor. Didn't Joe Rogan once make a whole big thing about how he doesn't interview people after knockouts and he still does. This wasn't not, not this, not in this case. It's just, I'm just, again, I, once you bring the beef out, I have to, I have to marry. And then usually Conor is. After his losses, he's always been respectful. He talks a lot of trash and sometimes goes too Heck far. Yeah. What did you just say? What did you say? He's always been respectful. After, after, the loss, talks- after his losses, he's like always been like respectful of who okay. beat him. Like, like he's always like. Doesn't said, it feel right, but I believe you. He's always like said the right things. Khabib might be the exception to the rule until other every other loss. I feel like he's always Nate Diaz and. Uh, is Khabib the like greatest UFC fighter of all time? I feel like he was. I mean, I think some just... people would probably say like GSP, but that's not for I don't know enough to. Okay, thanks for being. Um, but according this to fight... the UFC community, I think they would say GSP. He fought and bears. I only know that like because according I to me, who watched him fight a bear. Yeah, he wins for me. But <laughs> before the fight, Connor had said things and brought. How do you say Khabib's last name, Travis? Nurmagomedov. Close, really close, Christina. Isn't it Nurmagomedov? Nurmagomedov. You guys uh, are very close. It's, very, it's just a fun game I like to do. 
just you only wanted to play because you knew you could say it. Yeah, that's it. I could probably spell <laughs> it. I'm editing it out. Ah, damn, really? No. Um, but before the build up or before the fight and the build up, Connor posted things saying uh, Dustin's wife slid into his DMs, but didn't show any messages. Just that, like, no receipts. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I don't get this. What happened? Because I again, I took a Twitter break. He posted so I a saw photo. Someone tweet about this, but he, what is this? He posted a photo before the fight, claiming that she slid into his DMs, but there was no messages or anything there. Just that, like, the person like followed you, kind of thing. Uh, and that's it and I, there was no date on it or anything and some people said well it's probably if she did it might have been the last fight he had to donate money to his foundation because he lost who knows when that photo was but there was no message or anything and then also, who, ca who cares and then after the fight when he's down there he's spewing everything and starts attacking dustin's wife and using words that are it's uncalled for and it was like to the you know she was walking out of the ring and she flipped him off which I think he called yeah. her a hoe at one point. Like I would have done. Like Ooh. Dustin tried to go back in and like go after him, and there was dudes there. But like, that's the part where I've always been, you know, enjoyed watching. But like, come on, dude. Yeah, the thing about, um, and I want to say fight sports in general that puts me off is that the guys who. Like anything that somebody does can be perceived as brilliant promotion. Anything dumb and bloviating or rude that you do is like, oh, you're just, you don't get it. He's trying to promote the rivalry. And it's just like, yeah, no, I get it. There's ways to but promote. But I don't like it. It's, I don't like it. It's like, okay, it worked, but I don't like it. What I've never liked about like the beef leading up to um, like a fight or something is, there's a very fine line between like talking your ish to the guy you're fighting and then bringing in family and yeah. like wives and children. Like none of that should ever happen. Like you can, you know, you can talk your trash to the guy who you're, you're fighting and whatever. I also think there's a fine line between being a dick and just, you know, talking trash, but never bring in like the family and like outsiders. They have nothing to do with this. Yeah. yeah, and Even then when, when you're, like you're, WWE does it, I'm like, ah, also you're talking trash as off on, it. on the ground, fireside with Joe Rogan, because your leg's broken. Still talking trash, saying that his wife slid into your D your DMs. Like you, you're saying things that are worth getting hit, and you literally can't stand up and fight right now because your mm. leg's broken. Mm. And he's still like been posting videos, basically like claim if the if the fight would have kept going like he would have won like listen i want I, wa I wanted you to win weird, you yeah, weren't winning what a weird stance to take when you can't stand that argument has no <laughs> leg to stand on you know what i'm saying so yeah so when he was sitting there back to fireside he had like he got hit so hard he was bleeding out of his ear and the blood was like coagulating to the point where like you know how you have like snot oh like, it looked so gross it looked like something uh, about mary yeah and so oh, come on. he posted videos like just a couple scratches like Ugh. oh they said they were pounding me on the when i was on the mat like it's just a couple scratches like dude you had blood coagulating on your ear <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to bleed time, from your ear at the same time i don't think he knows what like whenever we're like yeah that guy assessed that situation wrong after the fight it's like yeah i don't think his brain was in a great spot i think his brain had just gotten knocked around a bit i don't think he was thinking in his most clear and uh 
But still, I don't know. It's but there's too much. Don't bring people's wives into stuff. You got enough to say. Or maybe, I mean, maybe he didn't. Maybe he had literally nothing else to say. When you're Conor McGregor and you're sitting fireside on the ground. That's like before the fight. He said like, you know, he was going to murder Dustin in the in, in the fight. And then afterwards, Dustin's like, you don't say things like you're going to kill somebody. I'm like, well, that's where I'm like, Dustin, I don't. He didn't mean he was yeah, literally going like to kill it, like, but that's because I'm I'm a scaredy cat. I'm like, I'd be he, like are you really going to kill me? Please don't kill me. <laughs> that's from like easy. The wife stuff, yeah, don't do that. Wife's yeah, kids, know, families. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh... But hey, at least we can also talk about one of the Paul brothers. I already forget which one. Um, one of them made a, a chain, a piece uh, of Connor of Sleepy Connor McGregor. Oh, Jake. Jake, thank you. You're really good at that. Um, and and offered to send it. What was the story? I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, Christina, do you me. tell us the story. You're the Paul well, expert. All I saw, the, the only thing I saw was on Twitter. I saw him um, post a picture. Somebody had like retweeted his tweet that had him like holding up a sleeping McGregor um, like figurine on like a gold chain. And I, I don't I don't know the context. I don't know if he's calling him out and saying, you know, I, I'm the next to put you to sleep or something. But I saw that he had a figurine made instantly of McGregor asleep and he put it on a chain. And then he uh, he tweeted at Dustin Poirier and said, want, want me to ship this to you? A hundred K gift for me. I think you deserve it. Let me know. Huh. And now everybody's like, oh, Jake Paul versus McGregor. Good God. Mm. Also, mm. to add to the confusion, Jake Paul's Twitter name is now Paul Paul, which is like, which Paul brother are you? <laughs> well, what's Logan Paul's <laughs> And stop with all the names. All the, all the names that are first names, but also last names. It's just so many names of dudes. Well, Logan another Paul's double name. Paul. Addison Ray. Can we talk about her now? And what? Oh, yeah. Christina's yeah. been stupid, hyped about this. And this stupid drama she caused on Twitter. So, Addison Ray has what, 82 million TikTok followers? She's got a lot. It's a big number. Uh, she's popular. She's, uh, before I think she's been popularized for stealing dances from black creators. Is that correct? Or do I have to say allegedly? She I be- oh, I, I think that that's what people say. I, I honestly she's don't a beautiful young woman. Eighty one point nine million followers. How many? Eighty one point nine. That is so many. That is so many followers. So many millions. Um, so many millions. And she's how old? I think like nineteen. Yeah. Eighteen, um, nineteen, something I like that. The Googling portion of the podcast has left. So she, uh, she's very famous. She tweeted out that uh, it was a picture of her. What? Oh, she is 21? She's 21. 20, actually. She, she's going to turn. She's 20. This is going okay. well. <laughs> she's October, October 6 is her birthday. 20. Born in 2000. She tweeted out a picture of her uh, holding a UFC mic in front of a step and repeat, which is like basically, you know, the red carpet, where you see people walking in with logos behind them, and said, "I what was the actual tweet? Something like, I took three for three whole months of uh, sports bro- of broadcasting school prepared me for this moment three whole months of uh sports journalism school or whatever journalism school to prepare me for this moment um christina go ahead i think that everybody needs to stop yelling about absolutely everything i understand when you know when you read that i can understand as somebody who studied their butt off and worked so hard to 
sideline report to get your, you know, your foot in the door in a business. I totally understand that. I don't think she meant any sort of disrespect. I thought she was just trying to be funny by saying, oh, yeah, I only did this for a few months and now look where I am. I don't think that warranted, quote unquote, journalism Twitter to then say, oh, Addison, what's a Vosot? Oh, Addison, what's oh, like really? Like, OK, people, she didn't actually mean you know, any offense or disrespect to the people who have worked so hard to get where they are. I just, I think that people who have a lot of money, people who have a lot of followers, people who are in that level of, I mean, it's the same way where everybody's saying, you know, Jake Paul is not an actual fighter. He just has the clout and the the following behind him to get to where he is. At some point, we all just got to stop yelling about it. I mean, the, Addison Ray has millions of followers on TikTok. It was smart for the UFC to give her a microphone and have her walk yeah, around. Yeah, I think it's I think it's two different conversations. I think uh I did see people getting upset that she got the job, which confused me because it wasn't even clear what the job was and a lot of the coverage of it I've seen later has been like there never was a job. Uh she later tweeted never mind in a response to her own tweet. She said never mind y'all got me fired. Uh and then the UFC came out and was like, she was never hired. It wasn't a thing. So it's like very murky and confusing. But if you just accepted it for what it was, seeing people get mad that she was given the opportunity was confusing to me. Because that is always, if you have 82 million, if you're the darling of a brand new social media app, whether you deserve to be or not is completely irrelevant to a company making a decision like this. If you've got that much of a following and you're willing to come there and like, I don't know, maybe the gig was going to be doing TikTok interviews on uh, on their on the UFC's platform. We don't know. Right, Travis, you're making a face, but I don't think we know. She was there to interview just Dustin Poirier for something. Well, that's something. what she ended up doing. But I think that aired on one of our platforms. I don't even think that was for UFC. I think that we don't know what the job was purported to be. We know that she ended up just doing something with Dustin Poirier because Poirier because they're from the same town. They're from Louisiana down. Yeah, same. Right. From the okay. same area. And so she was interviewing him. Even still, I'm like, if you hire somebody who's famous on TikTok to do your... It, that happens all the time. So it, it wasn't like this was some open journalism job that they were looking to give to some... They were just hiring somebody who has a social media following to attract their audience to this program. It happens constantly. And while you might not be thrilled about it, you can't spend that much energy getting upset about it because... That's an opportunity that wasn't going to be your opportunity in the first place. Exactly. Um, That's what I was trying to say is it's not I all think, of these people getting mad. It's not that that was like a job taken away from right. you or I. I think the where she screwed up is the tweet. I think the way she Poor phrased taste. her tweet. Yes. I think it's like, do I think she deserved what she got? No. I think everybody overreacted as everybody does. Because the thing is, you see the tweet for the first time, you fire off your thing about it, and then you move on, but you don't realize that her whole day is getting that from that many people. And uh, it's it's usually borders on too much. It's just like, okay, okay, she's down. You're kicking her. It's she not wasn't necessary. even attending the event she was as just as a fan. Was she? Yeah, she was there just to watch the fight. Like, so the actual night. Well, then why did she tweet that? That's the thing. Like, 
I honestly think this that is very she's confusing a, to me. She's a 20 year old girl. And I think she just tried to be funny and it didn't work out in her favor. I think she was just trying to make a silly joke and say, oh, I went to journalism school for three months and then I dropped out of college and now look where I am. Ha ha. But I don't think she meant any sort of disrespect to actual journalists. And I don't think she was even doing journalistic work. I think she was just handed a microphone. Yeah, I think the thing is, is like you you didn't intend to disrespect people, but the way that you did is in a way that you could have foreseen had you thought about it. It just felt like she didn't consider. She didn't consider that there'd be people who'd be like, "Mm, I'm uh, drowning in student loan debt or like all the other complaints that people. I get it. In general, uh, I've said this before in this podcast, you are bringing your personal experience to every story that you read. And there are going to be stories that touch a nerve with you and you kind of like, ah, get mad about it. Knowing how much of that is your own personal experience and how much of that was the intent of the person that has upset you will be very helpful for you in your life moving forward so that you can maintain more of an equilibrium than constantly reacting to the things that are happening outside of your control. That's just like general good life advice. At the same time, if you've got 82 million followers you have to be you have to consider things and and there's going to be a line everyone has their own personal line you can't consider every possible way you could upset somebody every time but if you don't have the job don't tweet it don't tweet the joke I think you're right that it was just a bad joke yeah just it's a terrible joke if anything, she should have just followed it up and said, bad joke. I'm really sorry for Yeah, hey guys, I was people. just kidding. But instead she said, y'all got me fired. Which yeah, because like, I think like the, if, you, if you look at it in a lens of, you know, I heard this from uh, a quote from a comedian that said, if you are afraid that every joke you make is going to offend someone, then c- comedy wouldn't be a thing. Totally. Ha- is Addison Rae a comedian? To... No, but I think you she need might to. Be now. A, a, a... No, but I think that if you take that at like its basis of you need to realize that there's a fine line between joking and being offensive and recognizing that so okay you made a joke and you made a bad joke now just own up to it i think that where it comes from too is that a lot of people don't know a lot about addison ray in the sense of like what she stands for and what she what she's about and I think that if somebody that you know is uh, like, oh, this person has usually been on the right side of things, this person and I have aligned, and then they make an obvious joke and they miss, I think people are more willing, or at least used to be, to be like, ah, I, this isn't your best, but I get what you were going for. Whereas in this situation, it's just like you see a girl, a beautiful young woman who has a lot of success. People don't give that the benefit of the doubt that often. Uh for right or for wrong. Um, so I've been looking at most account the accounts with most TikTok. followers on Twitter and TikTok. Yeah. She's third on TikTok. Behind. Yeah, I bet the crossover is not it's, I bet it's not. You know you know who number one is on Twitter? On TikTok? Oh on Twitter, isn't it like Lady Gaga? So number one on TikTok is Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. Number one on Twitter. Oh, she's the one. Wait, hold on. Now I might have been wrong. I don't think it was Addison Ray who stole the di- was it? I think I, I think they all have stolen right stuff. It sounds like allegedly. Yeah. Okay. Good. Number Good. one Good. on Twitter with 129.7 million followers is President Barack Obama. Oh wow! But here's the crazy. Gotta get Katie Perry's third. Yeah, she's up there. She got a, a very passionate. If you, like obviously, the, I don't know how the numbers translate, but if you just took the 82 million, she'd be ninth on Twitter. 
wait, wait, with the with her TikTok following. Like if you just thing? took, if you just say that it's all the same, her eighty-two million followers would put her ninth on Twitter. Okay, but that's not how that works. Yeah. How many Twitter followers does she have? I, I haven't gone there yet. But it's just amazing to look at the people on Twitter that 4. are like 8 million. At, at the she top. Still has a lot. Yeah. And then you go over to TikTok and it's just all these like random people well, you've heard perfect, of. It makes perfect sense to me because, I, uh, well, yeah, I get what you're saying. That if you're you're like, I recognize the famous people on Twitter, but I don't recognize the famous people on TikTok unless you're on TikTok. But it also makes sense to me that like uh, the, the, the medium you put most of your effort into should always have more. You can't have that many across all of them. That would be crazy. Well, it ends up usually being that would just, just a lot of times it's you have the same like somebody people are always like, oh, they have this many million combined on Instagram and Twitter. I'm like, yeah, but a lot of them are the same. Same people. Yeah, yeah that's the, the all the social media numbers. Again, not to pull that curtain back too far. Uh, most of them are. Most of them are not uh, incredibly reliable. Uh, it behooves the social media companies for you to create fake followers my no 2773 are all legit katie leave me alone i mean i've i've run my screen names through is that what they're even called anymore i've run my handles through those like fake bot thing everybody amasses bots it's not like it's so funny when they have to clean out pays for them when what? twitter i love when twitter every so often will like get rid of the bots and clean out the oh yeah and people like lose like 15 percent on themselves they're like followers. i've lost all of my followers what's happening it's like yeah they're cracking down on fake accounts but I, it was a documentary i think on hbo that i watched that was talking about like the the like paramutual relationship between fake followers and like the uh influencer economy and the apps like how it's beneficial to them that you find fame and advertising through Instagram popularity, just to use one as an example, because then people will use the app. more. It's like all about driving. It's all very, when money becomes the only goal, I've said this before, uh, things get blurry and not great because we don't all have money. And so it can't be, that doesn't make, all right. Um, I'm just trying to see if anybody clarifies if she actually had the job or not. I've, I'm still confused. Matter. I think on... the takeaway is like, stop, don't yell pylons on the internet. You are allowed to be like, man, that was a, a tweet. I didn't like that she sent it. Totally entitled to an opinion. The adding and the and the, the vitriol the dunking is like, all right, she's. Uh, I think she gets it. I think she understands. We would know more about it, but I think whoever that she was originally like there for to do something is like. They've gone silent. Her teeth are so nice. I'm just watching a clip. It's just like a video of her over and over running on a loop. And it, she is. Her teeth are so nice. Why are they like that? I don't know. I'd have to Google her. The older you get, the more you just look at social media and you're like, everyone's so young and hot. What's my problem? All right. What else? Tampa Bay Lightning had their parade today. Oh, that's great. That's and, right. The Stanley Cup was won. And just in case they got drunk and dropped it or tried to pull a Tom Brady, they had um, divers ready to get the Stanley Cup, Lord Stanley, out of the bay. That's crazy. That's uh, Those are expensive, aren't they? Divers are expensive. They, they're, they're not cheap. Uh, I don't think ready. they dropped it, though. But my thing is, like, are the dive, like... You used to have a, dive, a couple divers on boats, like because you're moving through the base. So it's not like you can just or like. I just want to know how you I did don't it. Know. I bet the dive team is just on call. 
Look, I, I don't mean to get dark and morbid as a person who watches a lot of Dateline in 2020, but if you're in Tampa, you need a dive team. And I feel like if they were diving and getting the Stanley Cup, it would be the nicest thing they've ever had to dive and retrieve. I, I don't think they're often going down there to find treasures. I think... Uh, they're like, finally, not a body. Probably bodies, so... Uh, shout out to the dive team, and I'm actually sorry they didn't drop the cup because that would have been a nice day on the job for you. Then the storyline would have been dive team retrieves Lord Stanley. Saves the day. And we haven't had that since the that cave. In Chile. Right? Yeah. It wasn't a dive team, though. Dive teams aren't getting enough. Look, you know what? Dive teams got a lot of shine yesterday watching that Euros final. And hey, the dive team, they were both diving a lot. Can we... Can I just like get like Christina 60... would have laughed. She just wasn't paying attention. You're just like, damn. Can I get 60 seconds on the oh. Brazil Argentina game? You can get 50. Every time you do this, you need 15. So I'm going to just let me start. Th- Hold on. Make it official. Hold on. Okay, ready? 50 seconds. Go. And the Brazil Argentina game, my God, it was ruined by the flopping. The game itself. Would have been amazing had they not every five seconds someone was acting like they got shot. I tweeted something about how the Argentinian team was awful about it. And people come at me. That's just how it's played down there. You don't understand. It's like traveling in basketball. Uh, I do understand it. Traveling in basketball enhances the product because it allows more scoring and more offense. Soccer, guess what it does? It ruins the flow. What we need is more soccer like the United States women's national team. Ooh, I like this. They do not flop. They play through it. And they battle. And guess what? They win and the product is amazing. Thank you. I'm done. Keep going. 50. Okay. Yeah, you didn't need a minute. I knew you didn't need a minute. Your eyes are bigger than your stomach. That was Travis's 50 seconds. A new segment here in the podcast. Uh, can we talk? It's not in here. Can we talk about the uh, spelling bee? Because we didn't talk about that yet. I know it. it was a while ago, but Zaila Avant-Garde is my new favorite athlete of all time. So, In which sport? Uh, basketball. I didn't know if spelling, I mean, spelling, basketball, I'm like. Well, spelling's just her side. It's just an hors d'oeuvre, I'm like, hey, she can, said. You, can you pick spelling a sport and give us a chance? I know. She, so she's 14, in case you didn't see this story. She's 14 years old. She picked up competitive spelling at 12. And she's like, yeah, it's just a side hobby. It's uh, basketball is my true love. It's the main course. It's the main dish. She's nasty at basketball. She's she crossing three people different, over. She owns three different Guinness World Records uh, that are related to basketball dribbling. They're very long and elaborate. I can't remember them, but it's like most basketballs dribbled at the same time. And I think I don't. It's well, a we, lot. But wait, she's got does it have an age bracket for this? No, thing? no. Let's she's not just it. the young one to do it. She's the only. That's what uh, I think it was Sarah Spain who was like. Globetrotters, what are you even doing? <laughs> like, you you should have all of these. The fact that this 14-year-old just came in here and took it, it's pretty wild and offensive. Um, like, her winning the, the spelling bees, like, someone like, oh, I picked up golf and uh, my handicap's yes. zero. Like, yes. But then she also, after winning, used her platform to say that, like, the uh, getting into competitive spelling is financially restrictive. She was the first uh, black American to win the spelling bee. 
it's 2021 in case you weren't aware uh and she basically said that like it's it, the amount of tutors and private coaches and that whole world it's so expensive that it's really limiting and that one of her goals and she's got many because i think she said if she's not a basketball player she'll be an astronaut so when is, is she like, eligible to run for president is what my i don't know <laughs> I don't know, and I don't want to put any pressure on her. I just want to let her know the door is open, and we will keep it that way. Uh, she just seems brilliant. She just seems like she can pick things up very quickly. Her, I believe it was her dad, or maybe it was her coach, gave a statement saying that like the way she her approach to it is different. She knows she understands the origins of every word. She can kind of work it out like a math problem in her head. It's fascinating. She's very smart. And it's just like, all right. And then another thing that's just I've learned through uh, doing this as a job that it helps you. She's got a signature look. She's got that headband. She just like looks. She's got a look. How that matters. How soon till Gino or Emma offers her a scholarship for you? I don't know. It should be now. Profit off that name, image, and likeness, girl. Everything you've heard of, like just watch. And like usually you think spelling and be nerd. Yeah. She didn't seem like a nerd at all. That's what I said. I said, shout out to the people breaking the barriers for future high school movies. You're you're the jock and a nerd. Like, they can't make those lame movies anymore because of people like you. You're changing the paradigm. Shout out to her. She's the best. Did you see, though, that some kid was eliminated basically because of instant replay? Oh, I heard, but I didn't look into it. it further, like, apparently I distracted he or she point. said I and it's supposed to be a Y or something. They really originally didn't catch it. And so then they had to like break the news to him. I'm like, listen, if if you can't listen along and watch and like make sure the letters are correct, you don't need instant replay for spelling. That's on you. Nurmagomedov, N U R M A G A M E D O V, Nurmagomedov. Sure, I didn't get to the spelling. Travis! I'll check it. I remember what I spelled. Oh, it's an O. I got it wrong. Ding! Nerma, go, Madoff. I also hate that ding means you're wrong. Because ding is like a universal you're right. Yeah, she'd be like, Argh. Ding, ding, ding is you're right. That'd be aggressive, so, but like, can you imagine if they just had a gong? A buzzer. Yeah, it's something, but ding, Dude's ding, over ding, in the ding is, just means you're correct. Banging a giant saying. gong. I get like a Pavlovian response. I'm like, oh, good for them. That means they're wrong. Nope, that's bad. It's not a good thing. It's a bad thing. Um, What else, Travis? You got one more story? What's this? Yeah, so a uh, European tour player won a ridiculous amount of whiskey for his hole-in-one at the Scottish Open. So, you I'm know, there's sure. always like, oh, you want a car or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Scottish Open uh, took things differently. Their par 3, 16th hole, 204 yards. If you got a hole in one, you received 204 bottles of whiskey. And a guy what? did that. Who needs that? Shout out to Wade Ormsby. 204 bottles of whiskey. You think they give it to you all at once or is there like a plan? Is it like whiskey, 12 whiskeys a year? Is it like the lottery, it? but like you can get lump sum? Or yeah, like, exactly. I'm like, can I just, you just send me like. Much like the lottery. I think if you took all 204 at once, it would be. Your chances of success are lower. You Just should give always me like two take those payments. Have a structured settlement, you know? Yeah, two a month I think would be good. Yeah, does that sound right for you? Two a month at 204. Because 24 for 10 years would so be So you have almost, almost so eight like and a half years. So it's like nine years, eight years? Yeah. 
8.4. You didn't have to use your stupid calculator. We could have gotten there. I don't know what ta- calculator you're talking about, Katie, but that that would be amazing. Yeah. You think that would be amazing? I mean, I'd rather like, a, What I mean, if he doesn't drink? What if you don't drink? Then guess what? Every party you, get the you go cash to, equivalent? every party you go to, they're going to love you. How do you insure that? Isn't a lot of the whole those hole in one payments paid out by like insurance of some sort? I don't know how much. Yeah, works. all those all those deals are. There's an insurance so how do you, company that. So how does the whiskey? It's not money. So someone else, the insurance company is going to foot the bill. Huh. All right. I mean, well. I I think I'd rather have a car, but two hundred four bottles, like. Definitely can't take both. It's that's also I mean, clever that really, to like again, just like a a lump sum of money. 204 bottles could really screw up your life. How? Just like money. When people win the lottery and they're just like, oh, I'm going to Yeah, but people are going to come to you and they're like, all right, you'll just give them a bottle and you're good to go. Yeah, but then what if you just drink them all? You could have a real problem. Well, that's, why you, that's why you get the monthly plan. Yeah. I don't know if that's a real thing that happens. I think that's the thing you made up. Should I read some quotes from my inspirational quote notebook? Just a couple. Let's not overdo it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's not overdo it. Um, I hope it's the same page I used last time. Abraham Lincoln, most people are about as happy as they make up their minds to be. I think that's just a fancy way to say ignorance is bliss. When I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say I used everything you gave me. I, I can do. I could say that right now. Yeah, I could die right now and be like, hey, didn't ever have any. Thanks. Hey, God. You really, All my you really put me gone. down there without a lot of skills, huh? You really wanted me to try to succeed with nothing. Uh, this is from John Greer, John P. Greer. If it exists, it's possible. I mean, these are all the same quote. You, oh, this is from unknown. So it better be good. Cause no, you can't just put a quote from nobody. We're ending it, it on this one. Better be the best quote. You can't fall if you don't climb, but there's no joy in living your whole life on the ground. That's BS. You've never gotten drunk. Unknown person. You can fall easily. That's true. I've unknown. Seen, I've seen people fall in those, uh, the, the uh, escalators huh. that are just straight. Let me just one more. P.T. Barnum. Uh, exp- I don't know that I understand this one yet. Money is a terrible master, but an excellent servant. Yeah, that's that's dark. Like it can it can do a lot for you. But you never want to only do everything for it. Didn't P.T. Barnum famously do that? Isn't he on the wrong side of his own? Quote? Didn't Barnum just like make horses Exploit and other animals people? do things for like? exploited people and animals yeah. for cash gain a so pt it's not you're not wrong it's just you gotta practice what you preach dude you're the wrong person to be telling me this one yeah right it's the the medium really killed the message i want there. the person working at the uh non-profit to say that quote yeah that's right we have no. one more voicemail, but before we do that, this podcast also brought to you by BetterHelp. So, Travis. I almost forgot about the voicemail. By the way, Christina had to go. Uh, she told us. I don't know if you edited this out, but we should tell people. She had to step away to take a phone call. She's a big deal. That's where she's I'm at. like, she I'm pretending she's not, that. She's not. We're not ignoring I'm her. I'm pretending that the captain from the boat did a three-way call and put Captain Lee on the phone. And she's talking Whoa, to him. That's, oh, no. I'm back. She's back to ruin that myth for you. Was that Captain Lee you were on the phone with? Oh, I wish. Yeah. We're going to go with that. It's Captain Lee. It was the total opposite of the vibe of her. What, Travis, we're doing ad read number three. Yes. What do you, what do you, what, as what? As if you're the new kid. It's the same, 
They're the What's same the, voices. Isn't that the exact same thing They're we the just same did? same voices. I, I don't have, I'm not a cartoon voiceover actress. I don't have multiple little children who are new at school in my brain. Um, as if you're, uh, you do Two-Face? Does he have a voice? I don't know. I, I don't just... think he has a voice, like a specific voice. You're right. It's more mannerisms. Dang it. Mm -hmm. um, I could do Bane. Do Bane. This is how you do Bane. <laughs> Commercial support for this podcast is provided by... Can you even hear it? It's. I feel like BetterHelp no, can be like... No, we can hear we it. can't understand you. Okay. BetterHelp Online Therapy. As we begin to see light at the end of the COVID tunnel... A lot of people are still feeling down and emotionally out of sorts. You may not feel depressed or at a total loss, <laughs> but you're feeling a little bit off of your relationships or suffering. That could be a sign you should talk to somebody. Online therapy can help. It's professional therapy done securely online. Fill out a questionnaire to help better help assess your needs and match you with your professional licensed therapist. Start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Schedule secure weekly. He probably didn't smack his teeth like I just. Oh. <laughs> Schedule secure uh, weekly video, phone, or even live chat appointments. Therapists have a broad range of expertise that may not be locally available in your area. Log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. BetterHelp is committed to great matches, so it's easy and free to change. I gotta scroll down, so I have to take my hands off my mouth. Change therapists if needed. <laughs> it's more convenient and more affordable than in-person therapy, and financial aid is available. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Nolan. That's betterhelp.com slash Nolan. That's Bane. Is he have a British accent? Did I just make that up? I don't know. That doesn't really matter, does it? That's our Bane. That's, you know what? The our universe is different. I should have you do and Batman. Maybe next week. Where? Where's Rachel? <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> all right, play the voicemail that you picked, Travis. Hey, Katie, Travis, and Christina. This is Chris from Kansas. And so my question for you guys is, as someone who's moving into, like, a new college apartment, like, a month from now, what would be your guys' like, ideal roommate in the sports world, number one? Number two, what would be the worst like optimal roommate and for the wild card what would be like the best or worst like sports couple um me personally i haven't had good experiences with the couple one um it's definitely been a roller coaster but hanging in there so yep love you mean it mean it mean it mean it mean it and bye love you mean it Oh my god, I love Chris. Uh, okay, love first of all, so he's awesome. Uh, shout out Chris forever. That just made me feel so loved and joyful that I overlooked the fact that I don't think I understand the question. I don't understand the last part of the question. What I think Chris was saying is that they have moved in with a couple before. And that okay, so then which, an which like sports couple would you so, need to move in with? Yeah, or is it want to move in with? 
Because it was, which, I think it could go both sports, way. It was who in sports would you want? What's an ideal roommate situation as far as people in sports go? Then there was the opposite of that. Who would be the worst? And then uh, the last one we can try to make work. Let's all just say if it's good, it's Megan Rapino and Super. I was going to go with, it's, I was, was going to go with Zach the, Ertz and Julie Johnson Ertz. Oh, that'd be oh, so fun. That's not bad. If, I'm, if we're going to go worst, I'm going to say Tom Brady and Giselle because they have the worst snacks in the world. That's absolutely Well, that's true. why I was going to put Tom worst, on my least. Worst, I would say uh, they're not sports, but I saw them on camera at a UFC event, so I feel comfortable associating them and using them as an example. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. <laughs> Thank a you. That I, a couple that I enjoy. I love that they are like, they're about the same age, I think. They are, they're, they clearly are super into each other. And I love that for them. If I have to watch two adults lick each other's tongues again, I'm probably going <laughs> to just peace out for a while. Uh, and that's just for me. It's just like, I'm happy they made that it so they're awkward. like that. But I, it, I was like, is it 1997? What are we doing? We're not out here being edgy by licking each other's tongues. We've evolved past this. But at the same time, I want to be clear. I think they're very cute. I mean, I've seen them all over the gossip pages I don't look at. Um, just looking totally in love. And that's very sweet. I just don't. You couldn't live with that. You Ooh, couldn't live no. with two people who lick each other's tongues. Here's a couple that I couldn't live with. And it's mostly because of him. Me and Dan. I get it. Russell Wilson and Sierra. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, thanks. Um, yeah, we won't elaborate. Uh, so ideal person in sports to live with. Hmm. I already know who I, the, I wouldn't want to. We can start there if you want. Reasons. I just think the difference between roommate and friend is important. It's yes. one that many, a lesson many of us don't learn until you live, live with a friend. Um, and I, and if we're prefacing it as college dorm roommate, where it's a very close space and you're sharing, most college dorms are one room and the beds are like five feet apart. So yeah. you're like breathing each other's air 24 seven kind of thing. I was in a forced triple my freshman year. It sucked. I'm thinking Bam, so, Bam Bam, as much as I love him. I mean, all of a sudden you're just in on this guy completely. Yeah. You can't even. <laughs> as much as I love name. him, I don't want to like put on a shoe and all of a sudden it's wet because he decided he's going to use my shoe for a yeah. shoey. Good, really good point. Really, really good point. <laughs> That's Travis. actually really funny. Well, I was going to say along those same lines, I wouldn't want to room with Rob Gronkowski because oh all he God, would do what? is scream and party the whole time. And our, our room would be soaked in beer 24-7. I couldn't room with a prankster. So, like, I wouldn't want to room with. I'm trying to think of who, like, the most famous sports prankster. I also think that living with Juju Smith-Schuster might be annoying because he's always on TikTok and stuff. I think he's wonderful as a person, but I think if you're with somebody who, like, films themselves a lot as a person who used to do that, it gets frustrating. Especially because he's good at video games, so that could be fun. That's true. That's true. Who's somebody I would hate to live with? Greg Hardy. (laughs) (laughs) Is that allowed? Yeah. Somehow I feel like I'm not allowed to say that, but He's allowed to do, you know, whatever. Uh, any other answers? I probably, I think I sammed it there. I was going to say, I don't, I don't, I don't think I threw out who I would love to live with. Who would you like? Oh yeah. Who did Travis, did you say who you'd it? love to I'm live with? I'm trying to think. Maybe like I could, I could see Bryce Harper and I 
hitting it off. Like really? Out this feels like an episode of Always Sunny where you're like, I think Bryce Harper and I would be best friends. I think we could throw it out. <laughs> yeah, you do. I bet a lot of people feel that way. Sue Bird I'd live with. Not in a weird way, Megan. I'm just saying if she were my roommate, I'd be thrilled about it because she's very chill. I think Aaron Rodgers and I could chill out together. No, no, you couldn't. No, you absolutely no. could not. Why not? Aaron no. Rogers, no. Because he'd want to go deep and talk about stuff and you would just go, I don't know, man. And then he would get frustrated with you. That's a good You know, point. okay, you know who I would want to live with? I would want to live with Simone Biles because she is the cutest oh, and she's yeah, so couldn't. good at literally everything that yeah, I would couldn't. just want her to like teach me how to like yeah. somersault. She wouldn't be able she's to. she's so cool. But that's the thing. Like I can't have access to the greatest because then it would mean the only reason I'm not good is because of me, not because I didn't have the access. Like and if you know Simone what? Biles I'm could okay. teach me how to do it and I sucked at it, I'd be like, well, I lack talent. I think I would have to just own the fact that I am the friend of the greatest person in the world. And I have, yeah. I, I offer nothing. So I'm just walking around campus with the greatest athlete yeah, ever. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd that be would cool. Be, you, you she do, can get us yeah. in everywhere. She'll backflip across campus and everyone's that's clapping. True. And I can say, that's my roomie. I think that'd be fun. And I don't, I bring nothing to the table. I bring ooh, nothing, ooh. but I'm friends with the girl who do I it. carry her purse while she flips to class. <laughs> ooh, ooh. I hold her earrings. Don't worry. I'm picking, uh, Michael Phelps because he's gonna have so much snacks and stuff because he can just eat nonstop. Yeah, he yeah the like snacks. Yeah, you'd pick him because he'd have all the weed. No, I don't care for that. <laughs> Travis just said no. I don't care for that. I don't. I'd rather drink. Yeah, I know. We know. Um, what football player would I like to hang out with? It's live with Travis. I just yeah, said sorry. Two very live different with. thing. With. Hanging out with is very. I would love to hang out. Hang out, out with my apartment and dorm is what I meant. Baker Mayfield. Really? Well, he lives at the stadium, so. I think, well, I was going to say, if I were a guy, I would live with, like, Mike Trout. He seems very cleanly and, like, organized. He's I feel like sweet. Because he's so quiet. I feel like he keeps a tight ship and he's his so, like, he does, would come visit he does a lot, his own I think. thing. Yeah, I think thing, his mom okay would send great care packages. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm fine right. with that. If mom sends homemade baked cookies every week, Whoa. I'm fine with that. Yeah, you got to find the kid in the dorm that has the mom that sends homemade cookies and i think mike trout's mom could put together a banging care package so so. she'd even put some homemade soup in there oh yeah seems like that kind of lady based on literally uh nothing Uh, based Based on seeing her once at crowd goes wild (laughs) when i played beer pong with her son based on the fact that i know absolutely nothing about her son i'm making all of the assumptions anything else travis you have any other things you want to share you good yeah Chris, we really love you. That was an awesome voicemail. I'm going to listen to it again later when I'm in a sad mood to feel loved. When I, when I heard that, that was immediately just it's going so in the show. so much love at the end. It was just like the excitement and love, and I loved it so much. And let's all love. God, I'm a sap. Um, that's it for this week's first edition of sports. Shout out to Brooklyn and BetterHelp and ZocDoc. That's right, three sponsors. Travis, how many do we have for the next podcast? Well, do you have a guess for the next podcast? No, but I, we have two. Why don't you don't answer my question with a question? I was trying to stay positive. How many do we have? Two. So we have five on the week. Damn! Yep. Look at us thriving. <laughs> Shout out to the Low Post and Hoop Collective podcast with Brian Windhorst. After each finals game, Zach Lowe and Brian Windhorst will be doing a podcast together. <laughs> Travis, that's the <laughs> that's the cell. If you want Did more, you NBA ever talk? take a marketing class? Sometimes I get crazy, and this time I just did well, it. There it is. Clearly. After each finals game, Zach Lowe and Brian Windhorst will, will do a podcast together. We can't speak on its quality, but we can say that it will happen. 
We can't even tell you if they'll be talking about the NBA final no, game. No, we don't, just we, ended. We don't know. Go- they might do a podcast about Gossip Girl. They both started watching the <laughs> reboot. That- Maybe. What do we know? We have no other information. So I'm just trying to make sure your expectations are where they should be. A podcast will be made. <laughs> Whoops, I punched my microphone. I can't say anything else about it. I'm not allowed to. It's under wraps. Big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later on a different streaming service. Maybe one on Spotify, one on Apple. And if you don't have a huge week of stuff to do, you could do a third time on Stitcher. That's a podcast thing, right? I wish I could air my grievances with one of the podcast platforms because one of them keeps changing itself poorly. One of them keeps like, oh, look, a new feature that is worse than it was before. But I would never speak out against any of the platforms that platform. And if you did, I'm editing it out. Yeah, let me just say out loud that one of you's up, but I'm not going to say who. Uh, They probably know. Um, Or you can always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them. Like this one from ACAPS that says, this is a great, unique podcast led by a, was that me? Singularly unique host who knows how to mix sports and entertaining non sequiturs that make it stand out from the rest. I never heard of Katie Nolan before this podcast. Oh, that's nice. But she provides an interesting view of sports in a very personal way that makes us a great podcast to listen to and escape. Travis, you just picked a straight up compliment. I do that a lot. It didn't mention you at all. <laughs> if anything, I'm going to save the, the me mentions for the one where I'm not there. Oh, that's smart. So mm. that I have to. Sit so then with I get it. inserted into the podcast. Mm-hmm. That uh-huh. makes sense. I'm not going to do it when you I'm know, here. I may not agree with you, but I understand you. It's a method to lastly, this madness, Katie. Lastly, don't forget that you can always leave off a voicemail at 860. I've gotten lazy. I just started doing it again. 860-506-5571. Did you just try to delete the number so that I would have to do it from memory? No, I was scrolling down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Say goodbye, Travis. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Christina. Goodbye. Bye. Love you.